2: have made it to Friday, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for being with us, Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Hayden. You want to be a part of the conversation? Well, we'd love for you to join us on the Ceasefire text line, 601-879-4395. Again, 601-879-4395. That's the number if you want to be a part of the conversation. Let us Spire handle the managed IT services, your managed IT services, so that you can focus on your business. You can learn more about that online at cspirebusiness.com. We are coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Pearl River Resort, the home of of the sports book at Timeout Lounge. What a great spot to be as we go into a football weekend, great food, lots of ways to watch games, not to mention being able to get in on the action and plenty of action for you to get in on this weekend. Guys, when we look at the slate of games involving SEC teams this weekend, for a lot of reasons, there are a lot of eyeballs on Liberty and Ole Miss, I think one of the most interesting games of the weekend is the one involving Mississippi State as they head to Arkansas at 3 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. But on the whole, when you look at the games involving SEC teams this weekend, what is the one that you are most drawn to?
3: I mean, obviously it's Missouri at Georgia. (laughs) A line that has moved to
2: 39-and-a-half. Two teams in the same conference where it just means more
3: where one is favored by 40 points. And the line has gone up since Georgia is down possibly its best defensive player, at least for this game. I mean a linebacker th- out. A linebacker out. Legal trouble. Some pretty disturbing... Yeah. allegations if they are proven true but the line has gone up since Georgia is possibly without their best player that tells you how competitive Missouri is going to be in this one yeah so that clearly is not it thanks for the satire right out of the gate what's the game you're most drawn to this weekend see i'm not as drawn to maybe it's just a local thing i'm not as drawn to auburn and a&m necessarily as i am state and arkansas i just i'm very intrigued because rewind four weeks ago. It wasn't just state fans that were questioning whether or not the air raid was going to work. We were into year two, and they could not score. Couldn't score! They lost to a bad LSU team. Punt deal aside, that's a terrible Memphis team. They're really bad. And people were questioning. Is this leech thing going to work? I mean, if the air raid isn't successful scoring points, then what are we even doing here? And now they're ranked in the first college football playoff rankings. I mean, they've completely changed the way people look at them. And then Arkansas. Just the darling, uh, everybody's favorite story. Now suddenly, with a game that they need to win or else, that story is one that was going to be written prematurely. It's an intriguing game. Uh, di- very differing styles differing styles of defenses both relatively unique you don't see very many you know 3-2 fronts out there you don't see very many 3-3 fronts out there so unique defenses you've got a refrigerator playing quarterback from Mississippi for one side i mean there's a lot of stuff here a lot of juice in this game i think
4: every game this weekend outside of Missouri Georgia has a at least an interesting storyline you know, obviously Hugh Freeze's return to Oxford is one thing. AM and Auburn is sort of a dark-horsed, you know, could-win-the-West kind of game. I mean, it's also a top-15 matchup, so that in and of itself is great. State-Arkansas-Borky just sort of hit on the high points there. LSU-Alabama. LSU comes back to Tuscaloosa. Two years ago, they won They won that the game of the century there. Now they're a shambles. What's going to happen to them? Tennessee-Kentucky is an interesting game. Mm-hmm. Is Tennessee going to get that that signature win of the season, or can Kentucky regroup and finish the season strong, go 10-2? and two? And honestly, Florida-South Carolina even has a little bit of juice because it it feels like Florida's on the verge of – they're just wobbling in the ring right now. South Carolina's probably not the team that could knock them out, but can they punch with them for a little while? They got, they're got they down to, I think, their fifth-string quarterback at this point. They're bringing in guys off the street, I think. I don't know. So, But Mullen – Mullins in his hot seat makes it intriguing. So everything this week has something worth talking about. Yeah, they, they, they've all got stories. I, I
2: think that I agree with you, Michael Borky. That Mississippi State Arkansas is the most interesting game of the weekend, and I think it's because the stakes are really high. You got two teams that are sitting there at five and three, but Mississippi State is trying to pick up its fourth SEC win. They're trying to hand Arkansas a fourth SEC loss. You've got a little bit of a contrast in styles in that Arkansas runs the football quite well. They're second in the SEC at 249 yards a game in rushing. And you got Mississippi State, who is, what, third in the SEC in what they are allowing in the run game? Let's see, rushing defense for Mississippi State, uh, third in the SEC and fifth nationally, giving up 89.4 yards per game. You've got an Arkansas team that throws it okay, their their passing offense is just pretty average at 216 yards a game, but you got Mississippi State with the number one passing offense in the SEC against Arkansas's passing defense that is second in the SEC, giving up just 167 yards per game. So a lot of contrast in styles in that matchup. And I think that's the game that I'm most drawn to, but the second one, and I don't know why I've been so intrigued by this. You guys have heard me say this a bunch this year. When they've got a good crowd in Lexington, that's a really, really good environment. And it's an underrated stadium in terms of volume. And I think Kentucky will have a really good crowd again tomorrow night. And Kentucky is still looking at its schedule going, hold on, we got a chance to win nine or ten games. But it feels like Tennessee has been knocking on the door. Right, They were close against Ole Miss, and Hinton Hooker got hurt, and they had some offensive linemen that got banged up. And they were respectable against Alabama. Obviously, they lost that game, but they, they kind of hung in there.
3: Yeah, final score a... doesn't reflect how competitive they were in that game. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they scored some on Alabama, and they moved the football some on Alabama. They scored more on Alabama than they did at home against Ole Miss. You're right.
2: And then the game just goes poof at the end with what? eight, ten minutes of play, and Alabama ends yeah. up not only winning, but covering. That's just kind of the way that it played out at the end. But I think this Tennessee team can score, and they've been knocking on that door, not for a signature win, but for a moment in year one for Josh Heupel. Hey, Dad,
4: was it you earlier this season, that was, or earlier this week, that was kind of talking about that? Yeah, like, how we, a we, new coach we, will sometimes, almost always, when, when they have some positive momentum, they'll find a, a signature win it sort of sparks things for the second half of the season or sparks things for year two. Tennessee hasn't had that yet. They've had some opportunities, but this is a game that if they get this, you know they're going to a bowl game at that point, and, and it, it becomes a momentum builder for them, I think. Yeah. So
2: with all of that rolled into it, I think it could be a really fun Saturday night game in Lexington. Good, big, loud crowd. It's a rivalry game they don't play I don't think they play for the uh, the Beer Keg don't anymore play for, do they? Uh, the Bourbon Barrel. No, they don't play
4: for that anymore. The Bourbon Barrel, that's right. Yeah. Why did they take that away? It's kind of like for the same reason party? they take away cocktail party and everything else because nobody understand. I mean, people getting sloshed in every college football stadium in the country and we can't play for the Bourbon Barrel. There's no bourbon in the barrel, guys. It's just a barrel. And yet
2: what? 11, 12 of the SEC schools Sell alcohol in their stadiums? Maybe it's 13 yeah. of them. Well, I, I, who does single
4: one of them? Every single Georgia one, Alabama does, does
2: not. And Alabama does not.
4: Maybe they're on to something. It's number one and number two team in the country. Stop drinking, everybody. Perhaps some fan bases need that more than others. <laughs> if you're a Georgia fan, you don't really even need a drink to watch that team. Yeah. Just cruise control. Yeah. So a fun weekend. I mean, those are the,
2: some of the, the SEC games that are, are fascinating. And you look at the, uh, the top 25, you, you can't help but be drawn to the Big 10. And I don't remember who it was I heard say this, but the argument was being made that, okay, yeah, the Big 10 is getting a lot of credit for being a good league, but outside of beating up on each other, who is the Big 10 beating this year? Yeah, you know, We've talked about the fact that the best win in college football is Oregon going to Columbus, Ohio in Week 2 and beating Ohio State.
4: Is there anything that's been impressive from the Big Ten? The Big Ten's best win is beating Auburn. Penn State beating Auburn. Penn State beating Auburn. I mean, in my opinion. Michigan State went to Miami and won, but what does that mean? Huh? Yeah, Penn State Ohio- beating Auburn. Yeah, Yeah. is Ohio State
2: rolling into Lincoln, Nebraska as a 14-and-a-half point favorite? (laughs) I I mean,
3: guess that could be interesting. I mean, it's only interesting if you consider this possibly being the final nail for Scott Frost. Interesting. It's interesting on that side. The Ohio State side is not interesting at all. Minnesota has dealt with pretty
2: significant injury this year, and yet they're playing good football, sitting there at 6-2. and two. Michigan State, slight favorite in West Lafayette, trying to stay undefeated and keep their playoff, uh, playoff hopes alive. Sports Talk Mississippi, just getting started with you, streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com.
5: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive. Crossgates call 601-605-4443. In Madison County, some delays 49 northbound at the Flora exit as well as Highway 22 at Nissan Parkway. Otherwise, things looking fairly decent. Buckle up and drive safe. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call 601-353-5217.
8: This is Alice in Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family owned and operated. We are located in Gluckstadt, south of Germantown High. Callaway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful with trees, shrubs, fall color plants, soils and mulches. Save the date. Callaway's Christmas open houses will be the first two Sundays in November with refreshments and door prizes every half hour. Come see Callaway's beautifully decorated Christmas store with a large selection of permanent Christmas trees. Re- Beads, garlands, angels, nativities, and much more. Our landscape designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. Give Callaway's a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Don't forget Callaway's Christmas Open Houses, first two Sundays in November. You will not be disappointed. Bring the family and enjoy the afternoon. Callaway's Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Everything for
6: home and garden. that's what
0: Rogers Dabs Chevrolet is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Rogers Dabs service parts and quick lube are open Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. till 6 p.m. and Saturdays from 7 a.m. till 3 p.m. Crossgates, Brandon, or RogersDabs.com
1: Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi.
9: Nothing brings people together and forms a lasting bond like
1: Sports. Sports Talk Mississippi. Covering your favorite teams like no one else. On the Super Talk app, supertalk.fm, and on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station.
2: Free stuff, and from time to time we try to give you free stuff. We've got a Food Friday coming up later this afternoon, presented by our friends at Polk's Meat. We'll give you a chance to uh, win a free T-shirt coming up later this afternoon. I think we've got, uh, I think we've got four of those that we can give away today, and so we will do that in the five o'clock hour. We uh, we've also got some tickets to give away. Rare that we have a ticket giveaway. If uh, if you are an Ole Miss fan and need tickets for Ole Miss Liberty, we've got uh, a few pairs of those that we can give away. Hey, Dad, what are you what are you grinning about? Do you need to or, win tickets, or if you're just a fan of
4: comedy, you might just want to show up. I don't know.
2: Yeah, maybe you're just uh, looking for a good way to uh, to spend your Saturday. Outside, going to be pretty, going to be a little cool, going to feel just like fall. Good college football weather uh, tomorrow. And uh, so we're going to make this simple. We're going to make, make this simple. On the C Spire text line, 601-879-4395, all you've got to do is text us the phrase, I need tickets. And if you are one of the folks that sends us that and we've still got tickets to give away, we will send them to you. And it's real simple with digital tickets. All we'll have to do is get an email address from you and we will, uh, we'll send them to you. We can send you a pair, and those are coming in. I've got six pairs to give away. Wow. These are fast. That was quick. Those are,
3: that was fa- Like, I wasn't sure exactly how that was going to go. It's over now. We've got six. So All you're right. going to give them your email, right? I,
2: I am going to send them via email to the first six I-need-tickets responses that we got. So th- those have... Those have come through. Donald says his wife needs tickets. He doesn't need them himself. He's trying to get them for his uh, his wife. So uh, we got some tickets, and uh, we will give them away. Uh, a few. So, so I've got six pairs to give away. So we'll uh, we'll we'll get those sent out. Uh, and I will have to scroll back through the uh, the the text messages during the commercial break and uh, get those out. Mike says, I don't need tickets, but I do want a shirt. But you got to be listening, Mike, in the 5 o'clock hour for your opportunity to win a Polk's Meat t-shirt. No buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. That's going to be fun. Food su- Friday
4: coming up. I would suggest that if you have said you need tickets, don't text again until Richard texts you back because it will jump to the front of the line, and we won't know that you were first at that point. Ah, good, so. Good thinking there. Good yeah. thinking. So, like, got a like bunch of Kristen responses. Boonville is number
3: one here. Don't text us again, Chris, until you hear from Richard. There That's you it. go. A lot of you appear to be looking for tickets. By the way, there's plenty available if you're not one of the winners. Plenty for sale, yeah. If you are not a winner, you can visit the uh, Ole Miss Ticket Office website,
2: olemisstix.com, and you can buy them. I think they're $25 a piece. There's some that are available anyway at $25 a piece for this game. So, yeah, um,
3: Not to get into to this conversation again today, but I had a friend that went to the Auburn game. Oh, I guess you weren't there. Never mind. Shoot. Uh, that said that even Jordan Hare was not full on Saturday night. They announced a sellout for that game, but it, I mean... He was there. He said, look, the corners empty do are, 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 are empty. He's like, the corners, there are there are not people in the corners. Corners of the upper decks? Yeah. Yeah. I believe that. I believe
2: that. And some of that may be, you know, visiting ticket allotment and whatnot. So, um, we'll get some tickets out to you uh, coming up in a little bit. We got high school football stuff coming up in our next segment. Will East will join us. There was a bunch of high school football across the state of Mississippi last night. You get some more games that are coming up tonight as well. The playoff picture is becoming much more clear across all the different classifications in the state. We've got MAIS playoffs that are uh, are underway. So uh, plenty of high school football to get in for the remainder of the hour when we come back with uh, uh, with Will East. We remind you that you've got the scoreboard show coming up tonight from 10 until 11:30. the Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance Company scoreboard show. And immediately after us it's the scoreboard preview show. So that is from 6 until the start of the local broadcast that uh, is on your super talk, Mississippi Station. And I'll be looking at some scores from last night and also looking at some of the games that are on the horizon tonight. As well. We were kind of just looking at the overall landscape for this weekend. Good slate of games in the SEC. When you look, though, around the country, and, and we're talking about top 25 matchups Wake Forest at North Carolina. That's an 11 a.m. kick on ABC tomorrow. Undefeated Wake Forest, led by Sam Hartman. Their quarterback has thrown for almost 2,500 yards and 22 touchdowns on the year. North Carolina, not what anybody thought they were going to be coming into this season. They are 4-4 four and four overall, and 3-3 three and three in the ACC. And we make predictions all the time. You remember the one that we, uh, we talked about where, what is it, like all but one year of the AP poll, a team that started the season, ranked in the preseason top 10, finished outside the top 25? Yeah. And we, we were trying to kind of guess who that would be. I get a lot of stuff wrong. North Carolina was one of the ones that I picked to be outside yeah, the top 25. But it was based on all the production that they lost from a year ago. Yes, Sam Howell was coming back, but there was so much else that they lost from a year ago. And it's been I a struggle way off on for this
4: North Carolina team. I was way off on North Carolina. Way off. You, you thought they were legit? I had the message that they were my dark horse playoff team if Clemson slipped up. Mm. Way off. Way off. That's Joe Burrow off is what that is.
2: North Carolina's wins are against Georgia State, Virginia, Duke, and Miami. They've got losses to Virginia Tech. Mm. Georgia Tech got smoked by Georgia Tech. Florida State, they lost that game by 10 and then lost by 10 last week to Notre Dame. Kind of hung around in that Notre Dame game for a while. You spelling an upset here? Although when I say upset, you, you kind of
3: scratch your head a little bit when you see that North Carolina is the favorite in this game. Zero respect for Wake Forest. None.
10: Hey. Yeah.
3: I, get, I mean, uh, Howell's still having a decent year, I suppose. Um, but remember when Jamie Newman left Wake Forest? Mm-hmm. Remember that? And went to Georgia? And went to Georgia? Wake Forest has since upgraded a quarterback. The Jamie Newman story did not go the way
2: anybody thought it was going to go. No. He was going to be the starter at Georgia, and then he didn't even play at Georgia, and then he didn't get drafted. He didn't get
3: drafted, did
4: he? No.
3: I mean, watch Sam Hartman play. I mean, I think that guy's got a shot at the next level. I mean, he's a good player. I don't think he's draft eligible, right, true sophomore? I think. Um, I think you're right. Watch him play, though. I mean, what I've watched Wake Forest a couple times this year. He looks NFL to me, playing quarterback at Wake Forest. He really does. That can't be based on what he did against Army, can it? Well, Army might be their best win, so. I mean, yeah. heck, man, we're going to give Malik Willis is a first-round pick, and his best win is um, North Texas. Maybe. Threw three picks and a loss to Louisiana Monroe through three picks against a bad Middle Tennessee State team And he's a first-round guy So if, if Sam Hartman can light up Army He deserves that same kind of look I
2: mentioned Michigan State at Purdue earlier Are you guys surprised? I mean, this is one of those Vegas knows something It's a fishy line, emotional win Trying to keep it rolling Michigan State is 8-0 and With the best running back in the country and solid play all the way around, and yet they are only a three-point favorite at Purdue, a Purdue team that's five and three. Purdue's not a bad football team by any stretch of the imagination.
4: They're the spoiler makers. They already beat number two once this year. Got to watch out for them. Yeah, but don't Michigan State and Iowa feel very different? Oh, incredibly different. But by that same token, I mean Michigan State is a lot closer to the talent of Iowa than they are to the talent of you know. Alabama or something, they can go on the road and lose a game that they're not predicted to lose. They're not not an elite team. They're just good.
2: Purdue has three losses this year on the road to Notre Dame. Lost that one by two touchdowns. They lost at home to Minnesota by a touchdown. And then they lost at home to Wisconsin 30-13. to they won at Nebraska last week 28 23. I know they've got the win against Iowa, but again, Iowa can't score. They won that game 24 7 on the road. This is not like a team that is unbeatable at home. They're not a team that scores a bunch of points. I just, this one doesn't make sense to me. But maybe that's what Vegas wants. They want it for it not to make sense to you. So you take the favorite. It almost feels like a little bit of a sucker line, though. Like they're trying to get you to go the other way. We'll ask Bruce Marshall about that coming up a little bit later in the show. That game is tomorrow at 2:30 on ABC. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at Supertalk.fm. We'll talk some high school football here in the Magnolia State when we come back. Richard Cross, Michael Borke, Brian Haydad on a
11: Friday. <laughs>
7: RJ's Outboard Sales and Service is your central Mississippi boating headquarters. RJ's offers top-of-the-line brands like Skeeter, War Eagle, G3, Express, and Bennington Pontoon Boats. All powered by Yamaha Outboards. RJ's Outboard, 1208 Old Fannin Road in Brandon. The dealership that's service built. No drip roofing in construction. The name says it all. Whatever Mother Nature can dish out, no drip roofing in construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051.
8: This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission,
9: servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your
8: transmission needs.
12: This is Dennis Stevenson, director of the Motor Carrier Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our
13: Mississippi roadways safe.
1: Catch Madison Central Jaguar football right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3 each Friday night during the season. Brought to you in part by List for Less. Go to buyhomeswithsusan.com.
12: I'm Kayla Bennett, and you're listening to Supertalk Mississippi News. The House has been in session since 8 this morning, hammering out the details of President Biden's $1.75 trillion social spending bill and climate package. Congressman Michael Guest thinks results from Tuesday's elections have created a sense of urgency, especially among progressives.
6: I believe that they feel that they have lost the support of the American people and that they will lose their majority in the Congress this time next year.
12: Senator Roger Wicker is concerned about the impact of vaccine mandates for businesses with over a hundred employees. He thinks we're about to have a workforce issue. And he had talked with one of our state's biggest manufacturers earlier in the week.
13: Uh, he employs about 6,000 people. Uh, half of his employees have not been vaccinated yet.
12: Wicker is backing efforts to try to stop the mandates. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett.
15: At Pearl River Resort Casino, we're keeping it real safe for our employees and guests. Electrostatic spray, chip
6: cleaning, and mass thermal
9: temperature scanners are in use throughout the property,
8: including advanced UV cleaning technology to keep rotating handrails safe to touch.
6: State-of-the-art
15: air filtration systems keep the air you breathe safe and clean. So get back in play at Pearl River Resort Casino. We're keeping it real. Real fun, real winning, real safe.
1: This is Sports Talk this is Sports Talk Mississippi. Woo! I say sports fans. Now, here's more on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: I've got email addresses for five of the six ticket winners. John, still waiting on yours. You'll have to uh, send us your email address. And we will get those digital tickets sent out to you in the next little bit. Thanks for being with us this afternoon. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com. Will East joins us right now. If you're watching on Super Talk TV, you can see lovely Will. Time to talk some high school football. And, we Will, normally it's all about previewing, and there were a handful of games on Thursday that maybe we get to. Last night was a busy night in the Magnolia State for high school football. Had a ton of games last night. We've got the playoff picture. Really crystallizing, and in some instances being finalized, and then we got some games coming up tonight as well.
0: That's right. It's one of the strangest weeks in Mississippi <laughs> high school football that I can remember, and we've we've had some weird ones over the years, but this is an odd one because you not only have games on Thursday night, uh, last night, you've got obviously four a, three a, and two a uh, playing playoff games tonight. We also have a couple games. Tomorrow, on Saturday, including the biggest game of the week in the past 100 years. The 100th edition of the Battle for the Little Brown Jug between Hattiesburg and Laurel. The 100th consecutive edition. World Wars, depressions, natural disasters, and yes, even a global pandemic has not stopped this game. They're playing the 100th edition tomorrow night. uh, I think it's at 7 p.m. between the bricks and Laurel. And there could not be more on the line. The 5A playoff bracket in the South right now is not complete because we're waiting on this one game to finish. Basically, if Hattiesburg wins, they're a one seed. If they lose, they're a four seed. Laurel is either a three seed or a four seed. Uh, I think that's the way that it works out. Also, I mean, it's the 100th edition of the game, so there's a lot of bragging rights on the line and everything like that. The series is tied. 47 47. No yes, 47 47 with five ties, and I'll do you one better. The all-time <laughs> series is also tied, the, meaning when they met up in the playoffs, uh, you know, over the years, the all-time series is also tied up. I think it's 49 wins to 49 wins. But for the the battle for the Little Brown Jug, the the marking on the, you know, the they write the the scores each year on the the jug it is tied 47 to
2: 47 with five ties over the years so so this is the 100th regular season meeting which yes. is the the meeting in which they compete for the little brown jug and then we've had another Hey, five or six, five games. or six, eight I, meetings in the playoffs, something like that. I, I'm going to share my first memory of this game
0: because I'm from North Mississippi. We didn't deal with you know games in the Pine Belt a whole lot, so I was familiar with it, but not super familiar with it. My first year here at Super Talk Mississippi was uh, the first full year was 2015. It was the 95th edition of the game, and uh, everybody said you got to pay attention to the the battle for the little brown jug between Hattiesburg and Laurel. It's the game to to pay attention to that night. And I did, and it was boring. Laurel was up 32 to 6 with four minutes left in the game. And I thought, well, okay, let me go in getting ready for the scoreboard show. And a friend of mine who lived in Laurel texted me and he says, OMG, you got to turn on the the game. And I said, (laughs) what? It's thirty-two to six with four minutes left to go. What what could be happening? By the time I got to my computer to turn on Super Talk Laurel, Hattiesburg had scored two touchdowns. They were down thirty-two to twenty, and again I'm thinking, well, that's nice. You're still down by twelve with less than three minutes to go. Hattiesburg recovers an onside kick, scores a touchdown, then Laurel gets the ball back. And fumbles, Hattiesburg gets the ball back, and they score again to come back and win the game 34-32. to And I talked to a Hattiesburg fan later on in the year, because Laurel and Hattiesburg played in the playoffs that year, and Laurel won. They blew Hattiesburg out. And I talked to this Hattiesburg fan, and I said, you know, how does it feel to lose, you know, you, you win the jug game, but then you, you lose the playoff game. It must suck. And he said, what are you, stupid? He says, we've got our trophy. We don't need another one. That was his exact words on the radio show. Wow.
2: That's uh, that's pretty good stuff. (laughs) That is pretty good stuff. Will, I feel like we've talked about Region 2 and 6A almost every week, all season long. Uh, You, earlier this year, without hesitation, answered the question, who's the best team in the state of Mississippi, and you said it was Madison Central. If I remember correctly. Does
0: at one that sound time, right? at one time they were, and right now, if you were to ask me that question, I would say it's Ocean Springs. Uh, but Madison Central is not far behind them, and Starkville is probably not far behind them. Uh well, they're probably but that's what
2: makes the, I guess that's the point that I'm getting to. So I, I talked to a guy that was at the Oxford Madison Central game last night. So Madison Central's only loss is to Starkville. Mm-hmm. Oxford beat Starkville in Starkville, and so this guy had seen all of those teams play, and he goes, I have no idea how that Madison Central team lost to Starkville. I was like, you mean that Oxford? He's like, no, no, no. I mean how they lost to Starkville, and yet that's what we've been talking about with that region. It's set. You've got all four playoff teams. Clinton, I guess, is the fourth out of that region. I think think
0: Oxford's the fourth because Oxford lost to
2: Clinton. the fourth that, uh, among oh, the teams oh, I that gotcha. I had not I gotcha. mentioned. Yeah. Gotcha. yeah, Oxford is the four seed. You've got Madison Central is the one, Starkville is the two, Clinton is the three, and Oxford is the four. Is that how it, it finished? Is I, that right? I think
0: that's the way it finished. So what happens is, uh, next week, Oxford will travel to Batesville to play South Panola, who's their old foe. Remember, these these two teams were in Region 1 for a long, long time up until just a few years ago. And that's the reason why you want to finish one or two, not three or four, because yep. if you finish three or four, you have to go on the road in the first round. And Oxford has the misfortune of playing the only team that I would not want to play uh, out of Region 1 of 6A right now, and that is South Panola. Now, they haven't been the most consistent this year. They had an overtime loss uh, a few weeks ago, I think, to DeSoto Central. But they're the, they're the toughest team in Region 1 of 6A. Um, and then Clinton. Think about this. Clinton has to make a... What, three-hour trip up 55 North to play South Haven? And then DeSoto Central will probably be meeting them on 55 at some point because they're headed south to play Madison Central. So for DeSoto Central, they have to travel to Madison Central to play a team that is as hot as anybody right now. And that's that's just 6A North. In 6A South, you you have better games, I think. Ocean okay. Springs hosting Pearl. This is the marquee matchup I think Oxford and South Manola is really good. Ocean Springs and Pearls also really good in um in in 6A South next week but you also have d'Aberville hosting Warren Central that'll be a fun one uh not to mention uh Harrison Central taking on Brandon Brandon by the way is right in the the mix of those teams right behind Ocean Springs. Brandon is doing extremely well. they beat Pearl Blue Pearl out basically. In the Rankin County Super Bowl last night. So Brandon's one of the hottest teams in the state right now.
2: Yeah, it's really, uh, really impressive stuff when you look uh, at what's happening. And, and can we make the argument that this is the best year in a long time for Mississippi Gulf Coast football? For, or for do we have yes. to wait and see how it
0: plays out in the playoffs? Uh, I would say you you obviously have to wait and see how it plays out in the playoffs. But for for 6A football on the coast, this is the best year we've had in a long, long time. Um, uh, Ocean Springs is the number one team right now uh, in 6A. They're undefeated. Bray Hubbard is lighting up the scoreboard. Uh, I don't remember what the final score of their the game against Harrison Central was last night, but they they won in a blowout. I think it was 38 to 14 or 38 to 12, and that's a close game for them. Uh, you have D'Aberville, who's pretty good. Uh, even Harrison Central and Gulfport surprised everybody this year. So, yes, in, in 6A, this is the best that we've had for the Coast teams. 5A is usually really good because you have Picayune in there, and they're always good. Uh, yeah. And speaking of the the 5A playoffs, uh, 5A— And, by the way,
2: Picayune beat Gaucher 42-14 last night. Yeah. Yeah. 5A playoffs this year
0: is a bit of a mixed bag. Um, You've got Ridgeland taking on West Point uh, next week. That will be a fun one because Ridgeland has one of the better offenses in the state. West Point is West Point. Uh, You have a sneaky good game in Oxford with Holmes County Central taking on Lafayette. That is going to be a really good game, um, despite a lot of people not knowing about Holmes County Central. And then in 5A South, we don't know what it's going to look like until the end of the game uh, on Saturday in the battle for the Little Brown Jug.
2: going to be good stuff. And you said at the beginning we've got playoffs that get started tonight, correct? The, The state's top rusher will be taking on the state's
0: top passer. And that will be Morville traveling to Collinsville to take on West Lauderdale in the 4A South playoffs. Uh, usually when 4A, 3A, and 2A have their first round, these are the most lopsided games that you'll have uh, because of the way things set up. But this tonight, we have a lot of really good matchups, and I think that's the marquee one.
2: There is a question about a 2A game that we will get to when we come back on the C Spire text line. I'll give Will the heads up. To a Bogachita fan. I wonder if we could get Will's thoughts on them. They're 8-2 hosting Pilahatchie tonight. Yep. So yep. we'll do that when we come back. We continue with Will East talking high school football in the Magnolia State. Final weekend of the regular season. First weekend of the playoffs. MAIS playoffs going on. A lot of football. If that's what you like, this is your time of year. We'll be right back. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. Streaming at supertalk.fm and online at supertalktv.com.
5: the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon. Call them at 601-605-4443. So far outside of your typical school traffic, we're looking pretty good here this afternoon. No wrecks or breakdowns causing any major problems. Please buckle up and drive safe. Have a great weekend. This update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union. Voted Best Credit Union by Mississippi Business Journal. Go see them today for your auto and home loan needs as well as free checking and fast, easy mobile banking at River Trust Federal Credit Union. Batteries Plus,
16: we do more than fix phones and tablets. We help our neighbors power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus in-store, curbside and online for fast and reliable phone and tablet repair. Learn more at BatteriesPlus.com.
2: I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy.
9: There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes,
15: get your purse, sweetie.
6: We have the deal Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? We have the deal That's right, Ridgeland Mitsubishi has the deals Because we are your pre-owned headquarters We have cars, SUVs, crossovers and more All waiting for you, and boy do we have trucks Two-wheel drive, 4 by 4 diesel Every brand, every size and in stock And don't forget about our amazing selection of Jeeps We have Wranglers, Unlimited, Hardtops, Softtops, Lifted and Kitted Jeeps For you to choose from What does all this mean to you? Since we've got an amazing selection of pre-owned vehicles We're sure to have something for every buyer and every budget Plus, get a free 40-inch TV on us Credit problems not at Richland Mitsubishi. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Want to trade? Bring in your car and vehicle, and we'll give you the best possible price for it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. OK, now you're just wasting time. Get to your pre-owned HQ, because we have the deal. <laughs> At Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Mitsubishi. See dealer for deals with the proof Their unmistakable music, their unforgettable hits.
17: Foreigner is back. You're
1: as cold as ice. The greatest hits of Foreigner. It feels like
4: the November 14th, time. Brandon Amphitheater. Change the rock and roll landscape forever.
10: Foreigner. Reserve seats on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. VIP packages available at ForeignerOnline.com. Produced by Red Mountain Entertainment.
6: The University of Mississippi School of Business is hosting its 20th Annual Banking and Finance Symposium on November 12th at the Oxford Convention Center. Keynote speakers are Scott Anderson of Stiefel, KBW, Rebecca Romero-Rainey of ICBA, and Jill Castilla of Citizens Bank. A first-ever Women in Banking Breakfast will be held at 8 a.m. The symposium is open to all banking and finance professionals and banking students. Panels will discuss fintech and mergers and acquisitions. To register, go online at our alumni page or email Dr. Ken Siree to get info.
10: Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business. Win with authority. Your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit slash business.
18: Yellow here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 09. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3.
1: Super Talk Mississippi. Introducing to you Sports Talk Mississippi.
10: All right, Will, let's
2: dive back in. we got six minutes to get through a bunch of games that are happening. We'll start with that question about Bogachita. I'm a 2A Bogachita fan. If you could get Will's thoughts on them, that'd be great. They're 8-2, and two, hosting Pilahatchee tonight. Bogachita's had a very good year. I think they're
0: one of their losses I know was to Lloyd Starr off the top of my head. Uh, Pilahatchee's a team that has struggled most of the season, but the last couple of weeks, I think they've won like three in a row, maybe four in a row, something like that. So if you're Bogachita... Watch out, Pilahatchie's starting to play a lot better. I mentioned Lloyd Starr. Now, Boguchita fan's not going to like me transitioning to Lloyd Starr, but I'm going to do it nonetheless. (laughs) Lloyd Starr, one of the weirdest seasons I've ever seen from a football team. Just about every game they've played in this season has been decided by six points or less. They only have one loss, though. And that one loss came to a team that they beat. Okay. I'll say it again. That one loss came to a team that they beat. They beat St. Andrews Episcopal in overtime at the beginning of the year. 3 weeks ago they played St. Andrews Episcopal again in the regular season which on a hand I can count the number of times that has happened in Mississippi high school football and they lost that one. Uh, so that's why I say they 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 have uh, the only team that they've gotten beaten by was a team that they beat. So I think in 2A football though it is all down to Scott Central. Scott Central is the hot team right now. And remember 2A football had uh Taylorsville for so many years. They were the powerhouse program. They went to 4 out of the they went to yeah, 4 of the last state championship games and won 3 of them. But they're no longer there. They got moved to 1A during reclassification. That's created a power vacuum there and Scott Central I think is the team to beat. Uh, Scott Central beat that Pilahatchee team that I was just talking about. I think they beat them like 50-something to nothing. They are the team to watch out for in 2A football right now. Uh, I think that, um, that Taylorsville leaving is... You know, I, I like when you have these programs that go year after year to the state championship game, but it's really fun when you don't know who it's going to be the next year because that team is no yeah, longer no there.
2: Yeah. No doubt. That does make it fun and kind of opens things up for some other teams. We get a question who won between Van Cleve and East Central? They had a barn burner. The East Central Hornets, 42 35 over the Van Cleve Bulldogs last night. I'll tell you this about Van
0: Cleve. They have the nation's 17th leading rusher. His name is, I think it's Diane Bilbo. Uh, The kid two weeks ago had six touchdowns in one game. Uh, Very, very good player in Mr. Bilbo. Uh, One of several running backs. This year has been just stacked with running backs. Uh, J.J. Grant of... Uh, West Lauderdale is the leading rusher in the state. He's seventh in the nation right now in rushing yards. A lot of great running backs uh, from the state of Mississippi. The other thing that we have a lot of this year, Richard, it's kind of crazy that Mike Leach and Lane Kiffin are here now, and all of a sudden wide receivers are coming out the woodwork. The nation's number two leading receiver is in Morville, Mississippi. The guy is 20 yards behind. His name is Jacob Scott. He is 20 yards behind the leading receiver in the nation, and he's played one less game and has 30 less
2: catches than him. Go figure. Oh, wow. Yeah. Big plays. Big plays. Jake and Laurel bring in the funnies. He says, you know how many halfway-lifted Chevy trucks and 30A bumper stickers are in the parking lot at the Rankin County Super Bowl? <laughs> Answer? <laughs> A lot. That's what Jake said. Uh, Jeff in Oxford says he graduated from Water Valley. How are the Blue Devils doing this year? Are they in the 3A playoffs? So...
0: I think they are in the 3A playoffs. Here's the thing about 3A, though. 3A is so unpredictable. You, you have undefeated teams. I think we have two undefeated teams in 3A right now. Tyler Town and Enterprise Clark off the top of my head. And there's like three teams with one loss. That, that matters nothing. Nothing. Two years ago, in the 3A state championship game, it featured two teams that had six losses. Each. Okay? 3A okay. football is wide Jeez. open. All right, wide open every single year. And Water Valley, who won the state title, what, was it last year or the year before? Uh, a couple
2: of years back, I think.
0: Yeah. Any team is capable in 3A football. You never try. It's the hardest classification to predict year in, year out.
2: Let me try and see if I can throw a couple of these at you. Will, have you changed your mind about Brandon? I believe you're not sure they would beat Oak Grove. Last night, Brandon beat Pearl 38-7. Well, they beat, they beat Oak Grove in that game. I think Brandon right. is... is maybe the hottest team
0: right now um, in the state. They are playing lights out. Now, they they just squeaked by Northwest Rankin two weeks ago. That was a little bit of a surprise with how well they've been playing. But the kid to watch out for with Brandon is running back Nate Blunt. Uh, that kid is running all over defenses right now. Don't tell Gallo. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Wow, uh let's see. Let's see if we can squeeze two more in. Uh we got a minute to do it. What is your read on Biggersville? And James wants to know if you can talk about the region three five A standings. Uh Biggersville,
0: I'll tell you this. In one A, it's Hollandale Simmons. Okay, that's where Biggersville is. But Hollandale Simmons has not only the best offense in the state, they've scored more points than anybody, they've given up Fewer points than any other team. They have the best offense and the best defense. You gotta get through Hollandale Simmons to win a state championship in 1A football. They're averaging 50 points a game. They're allowing less than three, and they have six Woo. shutouts this year. Woo. Wow.
2: We may not uh, may not have time to uh, get to the three five A standings, but we do have time for this text. This is perfect. Yeah. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of a double uh, entendre there. Thanks for being with us, Willie, yes, our high school football expert. We'll tell you what's coming up tonight after this.
1: From the You're listening to w- 11, and Eric Eric Jackson, Jackson. Music. Mississippi. Mississippi Super our Talk. Mississippi is Talk, powered by your true professionals at Nationwide Tree Pro online at SuperTalk FM. <laughs>
19: Man Carrick, an historic adjournment on procedural vote lasting more than seven hours has ended. The House now debating rule on the president's larger social spending bill. Fox's Asia Husney. They're breaking House rules here by not giving lawmakers at least 72 hours to read the bill, which by the way, more than 2,000 pages long. In addition, the actual cost of the legislation remains unknown. A vote is possible today, but only on the smaller traditional bipartisan infrastructure bill. A pill to treat COVID-19 could be available soon. White House Principal Deputy Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre. Pfizer, with a collaboration of the NIH, showed incredible promising data for its antiviral pill that treats COVID. Uh, this is all subject to pending regulatory reviews. The White House emphasizing even with a pill, vaccination is the best protection from contracting COVID-19. America's listening to Fox News.
10: Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflet with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive.
9: I'm Lauren McGraw with got to go I'm here to help you with anywhere you might need a bathroom. Because when you got to go, you got to go. Please call us at 601-879-3969 or look us up, got
12: i'm kelly bennett and you're listening to Super Talk mississippi news don't forget to set your clocks back an hour before you go to bed saturday night sunday at 2 a.m we return to standard time gaining an hour of sleep but losing an hour of daylight in the evening mississippi is joining several other states and filing a lawsuit over president biden's vaccine mandates senator roger wicker predicts the mandates will make labor shortages worse and he thinks that extends to the military
13: our military it is, is about to discharge uh, thousands and thousands of brave servicemen and women um, uh, when we need them.
12: About 77% of the workforce at Ingalls is vaccinated. That means around 2,500 could lose their jobs if they don't receive a vaccine 14 days prior to the December 8th deadline. For more information, find us online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Benton.
13: don't text and drive and give our farmers the space they need just like you mississippi farmers want to do their job and return safely to their loved ones thank you from your friends at the mississippi farm bureau federation
20: hey there lucky buck here coming to you live from a nearby meadow you know four leaf clovers are lucky of course but i find that the three leafers are lucky too and just as tasty. Mm. Speaking of lucky things in threes, there's Cash 3 from the Mississippi Lottery. Cash 3 has daily drawings with 50 cent and $1 plays and lots of ways to win. So play Cash 3 sometime and you might
2: be lucky like me. Have fun, y'all. Must be 21 years or older to play. Please play responsibly.
12: Saturday night will bring the 100th edition of the Battle for the Little Brown Jug between Hattiesburg and Laurel. How did it get started? Supertalk's Will East has the story.
0: The origin of the famous Little Brown Jug trophy has been lost to history, but it has left an important mark on the lore of Mississippi sports history. Seniors playing in the 1941 game did not know it yet, but soon after the game, they would find themselves in a different battle, World War II. 1970 featured the first integrated jug game and in 2005 in the aftermath of hurricane katrina the game would go on despite being played in a stadium without any electricity but 2020 was probably the closest the game ever came to not being played but play they did and now this series currently stands all tied up 47 wins each with five ties and saturday's winner taking the lead in a game that has stood the test of time
15: farm bureau insurance go with the home team before the action begins make
16: sure your bets are in every hit this ball is crushed every point who are they give it to
11: Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino revolutionizes the fan experience on your phone, casino kiosk, at the Timeout Lounge. Don't just be a fan, be a player, be a winner. Get to Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. We're not just fans; we're here Tune to play. Tune in to Good Things
9: with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's radio happy hour weekdays from two to three p.m. right here on Super Talk Jackson, ninety-seven point three.
1: From the flatlands of Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Every minute worth waiting for. Super Talk Mississippi.
2: Winners, you should have those those links in your inbox already, and uh, you guys got lucky because I screwed something up. I had six pairs to give away, but I promised tickets to seven of you, and so I had to do the text of shame to uh, Paris Buchanan in marketing at Old Miss and said, "Hey, I-, I messed this up. Is there any chance?" You could send me another pair of tickets. And he said, I'm laughing at you, but yes, here they are. Tell them to enjoy. If you did not win tickets and you would still like to go to the game, you can get them online at Ole Miss Tix. That's Ole Miss Just $25 a ticket for Ole Miss and Liberty 11 a.m. kickoff tomorrow. Beautiful weather. Gonna be great. Thanks to uh, Ole Miss Athletics and uh, Rebel Sports Marketing for uh, getting those to us to be able to share with you. How about all that high school football info from Will East? I mean, we throw Pelahatchee and Biggersville and Water Valley and what? I mean, he's just right there with information ready to go.
4: He reeled off uh, Boca Boguchetta, and Scott Central in a row there. And I was like, that's like my senior year of high school all over again.
3: Took me like eight months when I first moved here to realize that the West Virginia logo on people's cars in North Mississippi was not supporters of West Virginia because there was a lot of them and I was yeah. so confused. I was like this is so random. West Virginia fans everywhere. The Valley. Yeah, that's that's what it Water was. Water Valley Blue Devils. My dad had the same moment down here uh, when he was visiting a couple weeks ago with uh, with the Clemson logo. Like he still lives in the upstate. So he has to deal with those fools all the time but we were at the park with James, and he was looking around, and he was like, "Michael, what are these? What are Clemson fans doing here? Do you know them?" I so said, "That's Madison Central, <laughs> Tiger Paul in orange,
2: orange." You know? <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, we get a message on the uh, ceasefire text line. You can be a part of the show that way. Six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five. If you're a parent, you already know your kids are online for everything. That's why C Spire is providing award-winning parental controls from Bark. Free with any ceasefire wireless plan. Learn more at cspire.com slash Bark. Last night on one of the sports reports, they opened the Pearl Brandon report with the Brandon student section chanting, let's go, Brandon. Supporting their team. Supporting their team. Hey, Richard. Do you, do you think that the reporter knew or no? Like, unintentionally
10: funny
3: or
2: intentionally I'm going to make myself
10: laugh.
3: You can't work in media and not know that. Oh, I disagree. I mean, I guess you could, but, like, wake up. Yeah. Um, When you call baseball games this year, if a ball hits the foul pole, you have to call that player a pole assassin. You have to do it. You will be a legend for the rest of time if Tim Elko hits a ball off the left field foul pole and you your call is, Elko, the pole assassin with the home run. You have to do and, that. And it
2: has to be specifically that. I mean, you can't even dance around it like an nope. assassination of the pole.
3: Nope. The pole assassin. And you, I mean, legend forever. Forever. Like, there will be a plaque of that call enshrined in a fraternity house somewhere. <laughs> I will, uh, I'll try to file that one away
14: <laughs> I mean, in you've the opportunity do that. bank.
3: Or when you're calling a football game and it hits the upright.
2: Ooh. Ooh. I mean, there's an opportunity for that
3: you as t- soon as like 18 hours from now, uh, dude. You will go viral. I mean, it could do wonders for you economically. Breaking Tea would make a T-shirt out of it, and you get a cut of that. Who would? It's a it's a company called Breaking Tea. They make t-shirts and like the designs come out within five minutes they've got a line of Mississippi state stuff as well if you're a state fan listening and want to look at it their state line is great um but like when something happens some something big happens like the Braves for example they have a shirt that says we're those and then the expletive start out so mm-hmm. the shirt's not inappropriate but it's it's start out stuff like that they make extremely topical sports t-shirts That's why they call it breaking tea, because it's the thing that just happened, and they have a t-shirt out like the next morning. So you would get one of those. I mean, everybody would pick you up. You'd get circulated all over the place. Richard Cross would be a viral sensation. Caden Costa banks it off the left upright. A pole
4: assassin! Yes, see? Yes, now we're cooking. Make it happen. (laughs) You
3: think they would Mm -hmm. include that on the season?
4: No. No, I don't think they would. <laughs> they might. <laughs> they might. Um
2: Would you guys quit more uh, monkeying around, Borky? <laughs> Sorry. It's the gift that just keeps on giving. The whole year long. Sports Talk Mississippi is brought to you in part by Visit Oxford. Double-decker bus tour. Those are going on like as we speak. In fact, you may have missed it today. They were at 3 and 4 o'clock. But that will be happening again next weekend with a home football game, so be sure to check that out. Tunes Around Town, that's tonight. If you're in the Oxford area, between 5 and 7 locations, the Atrium by the Growler, that is on uh, on North Lamar. Spring Street Cigars on South Lamar. The North Lamar uh, Pocket Park, and then also at Tarask over on Jackson Avenue. And then on Sunday, we've been telling you about this. The Holiday Open House is coming your way this Sunday from 11 until 3. The Chamber of Commerce will have a tent by City Hall handing out holiday shopping bags, special giveaways, and more. All Square locations will host their Holiday Open House from 1 until 5, also on Sunday. And then starting December 1st, it's the second annual Holly Jolly Holidays Ice skating, carriage rides, live ice carving demonstrations, and more. We'll tell you more about that as we get closer. David in Oxford with the text of the day
3: so far, talking about the pole assassin. I mean, technically, Borky, you can dance around it.
2: <laughs> yeah, ish. <Eesh. laughs> Darren and Jackson had not. Uh, he was not familiar with the pole assassin story. And we suggested, well, probably you should just Google it. And he said, Richard, I went and looked up Pole Assassin like you suggested at the end of the show yesterday.
4: And I felt like I needed a stiff drink and a shower. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, Pole Assassin, I want to see pictures. No, you don't. You really don't.
2: Not so much.
4: Serious That makes story a million dollars here. a year. He can't do better. It's
2: incredible. Yeah, we're, we're, we're having fun. This is a serious story. Uh, the Athletic had it earlier today. Georgia appears to be without its starting linebacker after a very serious rape accusation. Georgia senior, uh, senior linebacker Adam Anderson is being investigated by the athens Clark Police after an allegation of rape according to an incident report released Thursday. No arrest has been made according to the public information officer, Uh, at the athens Clark County Police Department. According to the report, a 20-year-old woman told police that she went to a residence sometime after midnight on October 29th after having some drinks and awoke to an incident happening. She said she stated that the act was not consensual uh, and she was able to leave the residence. Now, from a football standpoint, Anderson is the team's leader in sacks. He was not at practice earlier this week at Georgia. That's what a source told The Athletic. His attorney, Steve Sedow, said in a statement yesterday that Anderson, quote, denies in the strongest terms possible, close quote, the allegations. Herbie Smart said in a statement yesterday that the university was aware of the report and that it would, quote, cooperate fully with all law enforcement and campus protocols, close quote. This report was uh, was filed with the, uh, again, athens Clark County Police Department 247 on October 29th. That was last Friday, the day before Georgia played its game against Florida in Jacksonville. Anderson had not been con- uh, contacted at the time that the incident report was filed. Five sacks on the season. He has started all eight games. This is incredibly troubling, if it is true. There is no reason that we have to not believe that the information in this story is true, but also there is a presumption of innocence until proven guilty, and you heard the statement from Adam Anderson's attorney saying that he denies this in the strongest terms possible. All size. Such a rough story.
3: I think it's fair to ask if Kirby Smart knew, or when he knew. Because if this incident occurred on Thursday before the Florida game, he played in the Florida game. Well, he did, but it does say that,
2: in the story, that the report was filed Friday afternoon. And that at the time, the incident report was Filed, Anderson had not been notified. So, you know, who knows exactly what the timeline. Uh, we just got an update that he has been suspended indefinitely by Georgia. Sports Talk, Mississippi. We'll be back.
5: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the Tri-County area, call 601-605-4443. Just some heavy congestion due to construction in Richland. 49 southbound from Old 49 down to Harper. Otherwise, things looking fairly decent, nothing out of the ordinary. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers, 601-353-5217. No-Drip Roofing and Construction, the name says it all. All types
7: of roofing and construction, your certified certainty shingle installer, family-owned and operated for over 20 years here in the metro. No-Drip Roofing and Construction, 601-371-1051.
5: COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, R.J. Young is here to help.
16: Find
20: new roads.
0: Fake to pairs. Corral keeps it, lowers his head, pumps it into the end zone. Touchdown, Ole Miss.
2: Rebel fans, it's time to lock the vault with only three more chances to watch the Rebels this season at home in bought hemingway Stadium in
0: 2021. Join us on Saturday as Ole Miss football takes on the Liberty Flames. Tickets start at just $25. and can be purchased by calling
2: 888-REBTKTS or by visiting OleMissTix.com. That's OleMissTix.com.
16: One Mississippi, two Mississippi. (laughs) There are actually a lot of Mississippis. We're the birthplace of the blues and the king of rock and roll. We're not just the Delta, we're beaches and boardwalks, bright lights and brighter smiles. There's a Mississippi for everyone. Shouldn't a local bank offer just as much? The Citizens Bank gives you more accessibility to lenders, more products and more fit. Whatever your Mississippi, it takes one Mississippi to choose your local bank. The Citizens Bank, in your corner, member FDIC.
7: The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at Fourth Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap. Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich and the best burger in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show
6: weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson.
1: You're hearing Sports Talk Mississippi. What? What? this is so awesome on Super Talk. Mississippi.
2: Let it play,
4: right, hey You got. It.
2: care if you like them or not it's a good fight song. It's a really good fight song. Quality. No doubt. Sports Talk Mississippi with you streaming at supertalk.fm. 20 minutes after 4 Bruce Marshall will join us in the next segment. We'll get his thoughts on the Bulldogs at Arkansas and the Rebels hosting Liberty though the big number for Alabama in their game at home. Against LSU. And some other thoughts. I'm going to ask Bruce about this whole Michigan State-Purdue thing. I don't get it. it, There's just nothing about Michigan State being only a three-point favorite in that game that makes sense to me. Which should be a red flag, right? I mean, red flag, alert. If it doesn't make sense to you, it's because you don't do this for a living and you're an idiot and they're trying to get you to jump on board. And yet sometimes that backfires. Sometimes the better team wins, and Michigan State is the better team. Period. Sometimes you have a hangover after a big loss. Sometimes you play after a big win. Sometimes you play really, really well the following week after a big win. I mean, I'm assuming Mel Tucker's still locked in on the season and not trying to put together a coaching staff for LSU. I'm assuming. Maybe he's a great multitasker. I don't know. Yeah, you can do both. Yeah. Sometimes we get these big, sweeping, investigative stories that have lots and lots and lots of numbers in them. And you know that those stories, a lot of work went into them. But when you start digging in, you're like, eh, it still doesn't really make sense. So the premise of this story from ESPN makes a lot of sense. It was written by Paul Levine and Mark Slayball. And I think Jeff Borzello may have contributed a little bit on the uh, basketball side and some other staff writers as well. The premise of the story is... There's a lot of dead money in college sports, and it explores the amount of buyouts that have been paid since 2010, but it admits that it did not include buyouts that have been paid last year, 2020, moving forward, which is another $100 million. Here's the staggering number. I just don't think they've got all the number. According to an ESPN analysis of financial records of athletics departments at public universities, FBS programs spent more than $533 million in dead money in an 11-year period from January 1st of 2010 to January 31st of 2021. 116 coaches received more than $1 million. Nebraska paid $1.4 million in dead money in women's basketball. Strength and conditioning coaches have received $5.4 million in buyout money, and the Power Five in that 11-year window has combined to spend $471 million. But they do point out that in football alone, FBS schools committed another $107.6 million in severance pay before mitigation to fired coaches and their staffs in 2020, And that is not factored in in this money. So when you start peeling the layers back, the SEC, where it just means more, has spent 151 million. Except I think the number's larger than that. It shows 123 million in football and 25 in men's basketball and two and a half in women's basketball. That doesn't make sense to me because they show Auburn at thirty-one million. It says more than eighteen million and counting has been paid to Gene Chizik and Gus Malzahn. Well, Gus Malzahn wasn't Gus Malzahn's buyout twenty-one million on its own, something like that. It was huge. So, so maybe that's the and counting part of it.
3: Yeah, that's got to be year to date, right? Because, it, it, I mean, Mississippi State, if you go down and find them, their number is 1.5 million or 1.6 million. Um, unless John Cohen negotiated the contract of the century with Joe Moorhead, he's getting more than that. I was always told Moorhead's buyout wasn't much, but it feels like it should be more than that. They don't even list him. They have Bob Shoup as the highest earner in dead money from state. Shouldn't couldn't have been able to fire him for cause. So I don't know.
2: I don't know. Ke- Kevin Sumlin got ten million from Texas A and M to go away. The Aggies says they paid. See, I don't think this is accurate. The Aggies paid just over nine million to football coaches Kevin Sumlin, Mike Sherman, and Dennis Franchione, plus two point nine million to men's hoops coach Billy Kennedy. See, I I was under the impression that Kevin Sumlin got about ten million just on his own, because remember there was no mitigation in that contract, and they had to come up and write a check to Kevin Sumlin unless they negotiated it down somewhat, like within thirty days or sixty days of termination. Houston Nutt negotiated his down, right? Yeah, they started out uh, paying Houston Nutt on a monthly basis and kind of grew weary of that deal and ended up writing a check for like five or six million to just make the thing go away.
3: All Houston.
2: He was compensated uh, handsomely while as the coach and then to go away. Um, If only he coached handsomely. Will Muschamp, $19.2 million in buyout money. $12.9 million from South Carolina. He had previously received
3: $6.3 million to go away at Florida. The, The absurdity of this, when you consider these are the things that these people are getting paid because they were bad at their job. If anybody listening out there is bad at their job, they get fired and um, you better start working on a resume. Because there's no buyout language for you, buddy.
2: This story says that Kevin Sublin got $7 million from A&M and $3.8 3800000 from Arizona. Todd Graham got $11.1 million when he was fired from Arizona State. Charlie Strong got 10.1 million to exit Texas and another million seven after three years at South Florida. And by the way, he didn't work for free while he was at South Florida. That was the here's almost two million so that you will go away. Saying that Gus Malzahn got ten point seven million. That's just not right. Didn't he get twenty-one million dollars? Or is it in the process of receiving twenty-one million dollars from Auburn? That might be it. They just haven't
3: paid it yet. I mean, maybe so. It, like, for example, unless Ole Miss negotiated something with Matt Luke, he's getting one hundred and sixty k in his mailbox every month. Yeah. Think about the stuff—the so so, stuff that I would buy if I okay. knew that next month I was getting one hundred sixty k in the mailbox.
4: So his buyout was $21.45 million. Half of it was due within 30 days. And then the remaining is due in four equal installments annually. So my guess is they have only paid ten point seven, And then they'll owe five point whatever it is a year for the next four years. Two and a half a year for the next four years, for the second $10 million. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that is accurate. then.
2: Wow.
3: Greg says it's the craziest thing in sports, these buyout numbers. It really agree. is. It's almost crazier than a monkey biting a kid on Halloween.
4: And it comes from the athletic directors continually bidding up against themselves and driving up the numbers against themselves. Nobody was looking for Gus Malzahn when that contract was signed. Nobody forces you to sign these kind of buyouts. But you do it and then you fire the coach and you and you know you owe this money.
3: Yeah, Matt Luke's contract, I mean no mitigation language you were negotiating against yourself yeah. in that one. It's crazy. It, I I've heard a lot of people over the years complain about Mississippi's four-year limit. It saves saved us, us millions. a lot of money around here, guys. It saved us millions. Freeze you know, would have fa- had
4: a monster monster buyout after the 15 season.
3: Oh uh, well, he you know, he did walked he get, I away. Don't, did
4: he get fired for cause? He, he oh, just oh resigned,
3: yeah, right? yeah, he resigned. He didn't get a dime. So he, he, he walked away from he walked away from sixteen
4: million dollars. If that sixteen is a lot, don't get me wrong, but if it had been sixty, he probably he might have fought, might have fought a little. I don't know. I
2: don't know. No, there was. That's why there's been so little that has been talked about.
4: After it's all been over, that was the agreement. That was the agreement at sixteen. I'm just saying, at sixty, maybe he's like, I need to fight for this little. You, you, I, I think you're missing the point here, hey, Dad. I understand that there was. Jimmy Sexton
2: ain't ever walking away from a pile of money where it's 160,000 or 160 million, and he walked away and advised his client to walk away from 16 million dollars. It tells you everything you need to know. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. We'll be right back.
7: No drip roofing in construction. The name says it all. Whatever Mother Nature can dish out, no drip roofing in construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051.
20: diamond importer from anywhere in mississippi we're at 1485 highland colony parkway just south of 463 in madison and junikerjewelry.com Mississippi's health care system has experienced many challenges during the COVID pandemic, like the critical shortage of paramedics statewide. Here's Clyde Deschamps, EMS Board Representative to the Mississippi Healthcare Alliance.
13: All of us at the Mississippi Health Care Alliance recognize the impact that paramedics have in the early stabilization of medical emergencies. There's an urgent need for paramedics statewide, and community colleges throughout Mississippi offer excellent paramedic training programs. If you want to be in a profession that offers the immediate satisfaction of helping people in critical situations, I urge you to consider becoming a paramedic. It's a dynamic, highly valued job, and as a paramedic you could join the ranks of Mississippi's healthcare care heroes making a difference on the front lines of emergency care.
20: The Mississippi Healthcare Alliance urges you to visit mshealthcarealliance.org for a complete listing of community colleges that offer paramedic training.
12: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Don't forget to set your clocks back an hour before you go to bed Saturday night. Sunday at 2 a.m., we return to Standard Time, gaining an hour of sleep, but losing an hour of daylight in the evening. Mississippi is joining several other states in filing a lawsuit over President Biden's vaccine mandates. Senator Roger Wicker predicts the mandates will make labor shortages worse, and he thinks that extends to the military.
13: Our Um, military... It is, is about to discharge uh, thousands and thousands of brave servicemen and women um, uh, when we need them.
12: About 77% of the workforce at Ingalls is vaccinated. That means around 2,500 could lose their jobs if they don't receive a vaccine 14 days prior to the December 8th deadline. For more information, find us online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett.
10: When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from CSpire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business, win with authority, your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit cspire.com business.
1: What decisions are being made by state lawmakers and how will they affect you, your family and community? If you listen, if you listen, you'll know. Super Talk, Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fl.
3: Hi, I'm Billy Kinder, host of Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. Here, the show Saturdays at 1, right here on Super Talk, Mississippi. Turkeys, whitetail, Grenada Lake crappie, or
18: Gulfport redfish. We enjoy it all, especially when you're in camp with us on Super Talk,
11: Mississippi. Come
1: on, Super Talk, Mississippi. Check this out. Are you ready? Sports Talk, Mississippi.
2: Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Let's go back to the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Bruce Marshall joins us, as he does every Friday at this time, from the Gold Sheet and goldsheet.com. Bruce will be in the Magnolia State next weekend, or at least that's the plan. What's up, my man?
21: Yeah, Rich, we'll be there. I'm going to come down through Memphis. Probably see the Grizzlies Friday night and come down Saturday to watch the Aggies and the Rebels, and I guess that's the ESPN game uh, next Saturday night at Vaught-Hemingway.
2: It is, and it's going to be interesting to see what kind of shape Ole Miss is in health-wise when we get to that game. Ole Miss plays an 11 a.m. game tomorrow against Liberty. Uh, There were people that did a little bit of a double-take when this number first came out and saw that Ole Miss was only a 9-10 point favorite. It appears as if the line is settled at nine and a half. Health seems to be the biggest storyline, though, for Ole Miss. How many wide receivers are going to be out? How much, if any, is Matt Corral going to be play? How does that factor into how you look at this game, Bruce?
21: It does, and uh, among many angles. I mean, Hugh Freeze coming back to Oxford, and of course, this week's Jimmy Sexton game of the week between two of his uh, two of his clients here, um, but. It's a little bit of a mystery uh, because Corral, you know, I got knocked last week, came out, came back in. We got receivers hurting. Um, and, and, and Lane has sort of slowed this thing down a little bit anyway to, to the benefit of Ole Miss. Not, it's not going crazy like last year pace-wise. Um, and I think they're a better team for it. But um, these guys, this, is, this could be impactful. Malik Willis has been hurting some the other way for, uh, for Hugh, for Freeze as well. Uh, though he's going to apparently be ready to give it a go tomorrow, um, so the, uh, there's some questions here. But I don't generally like this. Is not a good scheduling spot for Ole Miss, right in the middle of the SEC and, and after a deflating loss last week. Um, I mean, it's just this is a harder game to get ready for for Ole Miss. I firmly believe than it is for Liberty, which has had this thing circled all season. So. I'm thinking. I mean, our original thought was this thing might go over, but now that we're looking at some of the injuries here, I'm I'm going to pull back on that. And I think actually, uh, I think Ole Miss probably gets there still, and I'll lean to that way. Thirty-five twenty-four, new score forecast. So I'm I'm kind of backing off the over we had earlier in the week, but I still think Ole Miss wins. All
2: right, so thirty-five twenty-four. That would be a cover, although not a terribly comfortable cover. A win nonetheless, uh, but. Under the sixty-seven for the uh, for the total. All right, we'll see how that one plays out. Um, Bruce, I am as fascinated not because it's a team in our state, but because of this matchup as any game on the schedule this weekend. Mississippi State at Arkansas Bulldogs are playing better. They've gotten really good play from Will Rogers. The offense seems to be picking it up. You've been banging the drum for uh, for that Rocky Long defense. For for a couple of years now, with that three three five look, and Mississippi State's getting points in Fayetteville, but it is a rested Arkansas team that's trying to get back on the right track. What do you think about this game?
21: I I had a lot of trouble with this. Everything you say about Mississippi State is true. And it, Zach Arnett, I mean, he's doing stuff on defense that nobody else is doing in the SEC. It's rocky long stuff. It's disguised looks. It's very hard to identify before the snap. Three three five and all that. And we talk a lot about Leach and Rogers throwing 70 passes a game and all, but, you know, the defense is there, too. And, oh, by the way, 31 rushes from the line of scrimmage last week, 31 scrimmage play rushes for Mississippi State. What's next? Is Leach going to run the wishbone? They outrushed Kentucky last week. Who would have thought that? (laughs) So um, there's your bag of tricks that Leach has sometimes. I still think, though, Arkansas – I'm going to give Arkansas one more look here, close – It's been like three weeks off for them. The Pine Bluff game was just like a scrimmage a couple weeks ago. They had the week off. They needed it. Uh, That their whole season might have turned, uh, well, maybe the Georgia game did it, but the Ole Miss game, I mean, I think the whole narrative would be different had they made that two-point conversion at the end. But uh, Jefferson has been able to go up top, and that's one thing they were a little worried about going into the season. He's given them a downfield passing game. Uh, He has 15 touchdown passes, several long plays. So he's stretching it. He's stretching it more than Franks did last year, to tell you the truth. And he can run better than Franks. So we're gonna give and and last year Barry Odom pretty clearly won this chess match versus Leach. Now Leach avenged one last week against Kentucky, but I I, I kinda think Arkansas might get him here. We'll see. Uh, thirty to twenty three Razorbacks, but this one is tough and it might be a pretty good one to watch.
2: Tennessee and Kentucky. Tennessee, I think, at this point is favored, although it's it's moved around a little bit throughout the course of the week. Kentucky's been good at home, and I, I talked earlier today about the fact that that is an underrated home field advantage. Um, you know Mark Stoops' team wants to bounce back, but I I lean in the direction of Tennessee. It just feels like they're due for one of these wins. They were competitive against Alabama. They were competitive against Ole Miss. Am I crazy for liking Tennessee, even though they're a slight favorite here?
21: Well, I like them, too. And my wife says I'm crazy, so maybe you are, okay. too. I don't know. Uh, we we'll the, be crazy we, together. Both, we both like Tennessee here. Um, but you're, you're right. The line has flipped. I mean, uh, Kentucky was the favorite early in the week, uh, three, and they, sort of, they bet that down pretty quick. And now, you know, one, one-and-a-half Tennessee. I don't really like to go along with a move like that, but I, I see it here, too. Um, everything you say, Tennessee, I, I really think has gotten better. They're playing faster. I, that The old Miss game, the end of the game on the 8-yard line, they could have won. Um, and Hooker was out. Hooker was back in. The, the Alabama game was competitive. I was up for grabs well into the third quarter before Saban ran up to score late. Um they play a lot faster than Kentucky. I, I, we've talked about Will Levis before this year. Yeah, he gives them more through the air than Wilson gave him last year. I, I don't like the way Kentucky sequences its offense sometimes. I think they're too conservative for their own good, and I, I know Rodriguez is good. But uh, and they put Levis in some tough spots last week. Must throws, and, and that just sort of set up Arnett's defense to make him look bad. That. They better change that this week because they're, they're going to look like they're playing in slow motion against Tennessee. I'm going to ride the balls here. 31 24, Tennessee. And uh, they got Georgia coming up, and that actually might be the one banana peel Georgia's going to have left before it gets to the SEC title game.
2: Oh, come on now. You don't believe that, Bruce.
21: <laughs> well, against the point spread at least. So there you Oh, go. okay. <laughs>
2: That's the caveat I was looking for. Hey, I got to ask you about this one. This is the game. Of all the games on the board this week where I go, hold on, that doesn't look right. And normally when you get a red flag like that, somebody smarter than me is going, we're smarter than you. How is Michigan State only a three-point favorite at Purdue? I know sometimes you get the hangover effect, but sometimes coming off a big win, teams play really well. Michigan State is more than a three-point favorite, or should be more than a three-point favorite at Purdue, shouldn't they?
21: Well, yeah, I think you're probably right, but I mean, uh it, they they've baked a lot of the uh expected letdown into the cake here, which surprises me a bit. I do think, too, Purdue beating Nebraska last week on the on the road and the Iowa game a few weeks ago when they went in there and they just took Iowa apart. Um that's that's impacting this, too. I think there's some respect for Purdue, maybe misplaced respect, but I sort of see it too. I I'm not sure what Michigan. I'm not sure Michigan was all that good, um, and I'm not sure really what Michigan State has beaten this year. Uh, even though I give Mel Tucker all the credit, the world they're doing and Walker should maybe be a Heisman candidate. Uh, we 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 sort of although we were thinking maybe we get more than three with Purdue here, but um, they haven't been betting Michigan State. We we had Purdue twenty eight twenty seven on Sunday, thinking this thing might go up a little bit, but. It hasn't. So maybe you're right. Maybe Michigan State's getting undervalued here. It certainly looks like it. But the dynamics, I, my gut feel is still this team is not a top five team, and I think we'll see that. We might see it exposed this week. But we'll see. All
2: right. Uh, last thing for you. If we're talking about stocks, you've got you got value stocks and you got growth stocks. The growth stocks are the ones you take flyers on. The values are those you know blue chips that just give a little bit of return. Give me a value play this weekend. <laughs>
21: This is an anti-play. This is a go-against play. Uh, Temple uh, is going bad, really bad. Yeah. I think their coach might get fired, Rod Carey. i got to put him in my hot seat list. That was my story this week. Um, Mathis, the Georgia transfer, hasn't helped them out too much. They are going down quick, and East Carolina is playing really well. So they're sort of a hot stock right now. They've covered, what, five in a row. Ehlers is a pretty good quarterback. Mike Houston has got this team going to a decent bowl game. East Carolina is going to truck. Temple tomorrow. They gotta to lay sixteen, but I think they'll handle that number pretty easily in Greenville.
2: All right. I saw that Temple team in person last week and it was a struggle for them to do anything. Oh, that's
21: they right. Kind of you, shoot were there. Themselves you saw in it in person.
2: Front. Yeah. Yeah, I did the uh UCF Temple game on TV last week, so it was it was not pretty. Not pretty. Bruce, remind folks where they can uh, can get your picks if they want uh, if they want them.
21: Thanks, Rich. Check us out on MindGoldSheet.com. We got basketball up there now too. That means college hoops next week. Oh, boy. I got to. It's going to get real you fun. You got to go to work. In November. Yeah, I got to work some. And uh, NBA, too. And, of course, all these football games up there now. Goldsheet.com. My picks there also at Vegas Insider and DonBest.com.
2: You're the best, Bruce. Always enjoy the chats. We'll talk to you next week. Okay, Rich. Bruce Marshall from the Gold Goldsheet. Goldsheet.com. Interesting thoughts on some of those games. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com. Some reluctance in his voice
3: about that Arkansas pick.
2: Yeah. He didn't seem to love that one. No, he didn't. He kind of gave you a breakdown and then finished with, this one might be a really fun one to watch, which sounded like code word for, this might be one you don't want to play. Yeah, I bet he
3: has very little action on it.
2: Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back.
5: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Typical delays on the stack, 20 westbound overpass, Gallatin to 55 south, and heavy congestion, 49 southbound from old 49 to Harper. But let's buckle up, drive safe, have a great weekend. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the Metro since
11: 1946. Call Smith Brothers, 601-353-5217. oem certified repair using certified parts if an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive we're located in clinton and richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com on game day o miss leaves it all on the feed. But with the powerful towing and payload that F-150 delivers, you can take it all with you any day of the week. No wonder Ford F-Series is America's best-selling truck 44 years straight. The 2021 Ford F-150 in Ole Miss, built for greatness. Visit your Mississippi Ford dealer or buyfordnow.com. Based on 1977 to 2020 calendar year total sales.
0: Happy anniversary,
11: baby, Little River Band. you are back.
0: My- A night of hit after hit with Little River Band. Live at City Hall Live in Brandon, November 18th. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Little River Band Live in Concert, November 18th at City Hall Live. Get more info at RealLittleRiverBand.com
18: to
0: Hey, sports fans. Before traveling to your game day destination this football season, be sure to download the MDOT Traffic app to help you reach the game safely. Reach your destination on time by checking ahead for crashes, closures, and construction with the MDOT Traffic app. The MDOT Traffic app is available free for both Apple and Android devices. For more information, follow at Mississippi DOT on Facebook and
15: Twitter. Hey there, it's Jake Mangum. I love baseball, Mississippi, and Farm Bureau insurance. Throughout my college career, both Mississippi and Farm Bureau supported me immensely. It's no surprise to me that Farm Bureau continues to serve the Mississippi area with the same love they both showed me throughout college. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Fabrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfdins.com farm bureau insurance go with the home team
1: where mississippi comes to talk middays with gerard gibbert weekdays here on super talk mississippi
17: let the broadcasting of the disturbed
1: continue sports talk mississippi
2: His thoughts on some of those games. Said he liked the over earlier in the week with Ole Miss Liberty, but with the injuries, he's kind of backed off that. He did predict a cover with his score prediction, 35 24, but didn't seem very convicted on that one. No.
4: And even less yeah, so on seem... the state Arkansas game. Yeah,
2: and even less so, he picked uh, Arkansas, what, 30 to 23, I think?
4: Which is the exact same score that Lee, Mar- that Lee Sterling predicted. And Lee yesterday was the same way. He kept saying, "I think Mississippi State's the better team, but I think Arkansas is going to win." And I just I don't see it. But you've also admitted that in not seeing it, you were setting Mississippi
2: State up for disaster. Tremendous failure. <laughs> Those it is what it is. Who refuse to learn from history are doomed to repeat. It. Doomed to repeat it. Yeah, I guess so.
4: We'll see. We'll see what happens.
2: He's kind of on board with what we've thought all week about Tennessee. That would have been a great yeah. underdog play for uh, maybe all of us,
4: except for the I'm fact that they're not an
2: underdog it. anymore.
4: Yeah. I went 2-0 and on my picks last week. I'm I'm very excited. First time all year. Who would you take? I had Michigan State and Georgia.
3: Michigan State felt easy. It, it did. Of all the things in the, I was nervous goal, in the third quarter though. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They didn't play great they were
2: down early. Thirty to fourteen, weren't they?
3: Yeah. Yeah, didn't yeah. play great early, and then who, who should be the Heisman front runner took over,
4: and then Georgia. There was there was never a moment of doubt in my mind how that was going to go.
3: Yeah. Michigan's the all the people complaining about the. Playoff poll, and I didn't particularly like it. I had some disagreements. Michigan is the most baffling inclusion of all of this. What are they doing there? What has Michigan done that is at all impressive? The most impressive Michigan has been this year is in a loss, if you look at that schedule. Going on the road and losing to Michigan State the way they did is more impressive than any of their wins. I well, got a... Easy victory over Northwestern at home. Wow. Michigan Open this week.
2: I no, they, they host Indiana. Oh, man. Oof. Oh, That'll man. move them up. I mean, Borky, their wins are Western Michigan. Three touchdowns against Washington. It was bad, as it turns out. Yeah. Northern Illinois. They have academic T- prowess, though. Touchdown win against Rutgers. Oof. Not good. Pretty you see what Ohio State did to Wisconsin. Rutgers like a week later? Yeah. yeah. The best win for Michigan is the 38-17 at Wisconsin. That yeah. was
3: impressive. It's impressive. It's a win. But, man. Field goal over Nebraska in Lincoln? I mean, a touchdown win over Rutgers, a field goal win over Nebraska. Their toughest game they lost? I mean... Forgive me for standing for Oklahoma, but what puts that ahead of Oklahoma?
11: Mm.
2: I guess Oklahoma's been even less impressive?
4: They've got it. They really they've out. got some decent wins in there.
2: So there's of.
3: been a
4: lot of talk about Michigan that they've had a fundamental change of their expectation level that they are happy at 9 and 3 now that the days of Michigan fans just we think we're going to win the national championship they finally just swallowed the you know the the poison pill on that one and they've moved on to if we can win 9 or 10 games and go to a good bowl we're pretty
19: happy
3: well th- that's how the expectations always should have been i, I mean i i saw I don't ever listen to the show, but I saw the the J-Boy guy read Harbaugh's resume and say, that can't happen at Michigan. It's a blue blood. It's like, when has anything better ever happened at Michigan? They won or were given a national championship when I was five years old. And their next closest national championship was 1948. They were the best team in the country that year.
4: Number, it was. It was. Uh, Florida State was given the name or somebody else.
3: Twenty five years, years ago. That
4: was Michigan team. Twenty five years ago. Oh uh, no, you're not. You're not wrong about that. But I always get annoyed. Michigan in nineteen ninety seven. Yeah. yeah. Shut up. Oh, speaking of births, by the way. Happy birthday, Richard. Thanks, man. It's your birthday, you old. As, you? as a birthday gift to you, I am not going to mention something today. What That's my age? gift to 40... nope, not that. One? Something else. Something else entirely. He knows what it is. years old. He knows what I'm not mentioning, but I won't say it out loud. Hey, 41's the new 31, man. You
2: know what? 41 doesn't really feel much different than 40, and Probably. 40 didn't feel much different than 39. I was Just actually talking about that last One more year it's all over. Like, everybody says, oh, once you hit whatever the number is, it's like it all goes downhill, and maybe it does at some point. Been going downhill since 18. <laughs> it's a Thank big hill. i you for the birthday wishes, though. It's been a good day. Welcome. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. By the way, my little boy's birthday is tomorrow. Nice. Nine awesome. tomorrow for Obi. Happy birthday, Obi.
1: You're listening to WMANNOY Jackson. State. Super, Super Talk, Talk Mississippi. Towered by, by your three professionals at Peroni Tree Mississippi. 601 345 89.fm.
19: News. I'm Ann Carrick. Lots of new jobs in October. More than 500,000 beating expectations on job growth. President Biden picking up on the momentum.
1: This recovery is faster, stronger and fairer and wider than almost anyone could have predicted. That's what the numbers say but we want to make sure that people continue to feel it in their lives, in their bank accounts, in their hopes and expectations.
19: Opponents pointing out the higher cost of everyday goods and the large number of people still unemployed. Pfizer announcing a new antiviral treatment for COVID-19, saying it reduces hospitalization and death by nearly 90%. Passing the president's spending bills front and center during the White House briefing. Principal Deputy Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre. Our main thing is that we want to see both bills done. Uh, we are working in lockstep with Speaker Pelosi. A vote today is possible on just the bipartisan infrastructure bill.
8: America's listening to Fox News.
16: This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live Maine lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030.
15: This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple of fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy pork beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse,
7: East County. County Line Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030.
1: Have Smith Marine winterize your boat so it's done right. See the 2022 Press pontoons with great Suzuki outboard warranties. Come see the pros at Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive, on the rails by Main Harbor Marina in
11: Ridgeland.
12: Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Despite efforts to push them to a vote, the $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill and the larger budget package are still up in the air. Senator Roger Wicker says Democrats are trying to repeal the tax cuts enacted in 2017.
13: And our economy was booming until COVID hit. And of course, uh, the the pandemic uh, is is something in and of itself, until that point, those tax cuts were working, and they will work again if we can fight to to uh, keep them in place.
12: Don't forget to set your clocks back an hour before you go to bed Saturday night. Sunday at 2 a.m., we return to Standard Time, gaining an hour of sleep but losing an hour of daylight in the evening. Every state, with the exception of Hawaii and Arizona, currently observe daylight saving time. From 2015 to 2019, 29 states introduced legislation to abolish resetting the clock but none can do so without literally an act of Congress. I'm Kelly Bennett.
0: Hey y'all, let's take some pride and get it together for Mississippi. Many of our highways and roads are just covered in litter. Put trash in its proper place. And if you drive a truck, remember trash blows. Be sure to secure your load. Please do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.org. That's keepmsbeautiful.org. Remember, always protect the road, secure your load.
20: Hey there, Lucky Buck here, coming to you live from a nearby meadow. You know, four-leaf clovers are lucky, of course, but I find that the three-leafers are lucky, too and just as tasty Mm. speaking of lucky things in threes there's cash three from the mississippi lottery cash three has daily drawings with 50 cent and one dollar plays and lots of ways to win so play cash three sometime and you might be lucky like me have fun y'all must be 21 years or older to play please play responsibly
12: As more federal dollars make their way into the state for broadband projects, Northern District Public Service Commissioner Brandon Presley says we need to use caution when rewarding companies that have had a decade to install broadband but haven't done it.
21: They're suddenly interested
5: in some of the free money that's out there, and I'm particularly talking about some of the bigger carriers that have been involved we've seen what unlocking a some free market principles some business principles and being conservative about our spending we have seen what that will get us and what it got us is some of the largest geographic expansion of broadband ever we don't need a big fat government giveaway program
12: A Madison man pled guilty to using his position as a loan officer at a bank to embezzle money. Thomas Robb Jr. approved fraudulent loans and documents in the names of other people, then used the money to pay off his own loans and keep his personal business afloat. He's facing a maximum of 30 years in prison. I'm Kelly Bennett.
8: What's my core value? Equity. Compassion. Compassion. Determination. At AmeriCorps, my commitment to equity gives every student a strong start. My compassion brings food and friendship to neighbors in need.
21: My determination protects parks in my community.
9: Every day, AmeriCorps members and volunteers live their values to make communities stronger. What's at your core? Learn more at AmeriCorps.gov.
10: When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business. Win with authority. Your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit slash business.
1: Go beyond the headlines on Middays with Gerard Gibbert, weekdays 10 to 1, here on Super Talk, Mississippi. Here comes more Sports Talk Mississippi.
8: You ready, guys?
1: On Super Talk, Mississippi.
2: with you on sports talk mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm richard cross michael Borkey, brian haydad welcome to the weekend we are glad to be with you and a special edition of the college football fix it's rare that we have a guest for the college football fix but we do right now on the farm bureau phone line check out favorites.com and go with the home team at mississippi farm bureau luke johnson I love, Borky likes to have fun with subtitles, and so under your name, Luke, he has former punter of footballs.
17: That's an accurate statement. I feel honored to be a part of uh, the college football fix. I don't know if I won a free Ford F-150 or something, but I'll take it. You you did not, but we do remind you that the college football fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford
2: dealers. They are the makers of the Ford F-150 2021 model. Smart, tough, and built to get the job done. Best-selling truck in America for 44 straight years. I saw a picture today on Twitter of the uniforms that Southern Miss is wearing tomorrow, and they are smoking. Black jerseys, white pants, white helmets with the older Southern Miss logo on the side. They are fantastic. Please tell me I'm not on an island of one and thinking that.
17: No, it's uh, a day tomorrow that they're remembering the the 2011 uh, Conference USA Championship team, Austin Davis, with Seattle yep. being off, he's coming back. Some more of those guys are coming back. Giving away Austin Davis bobblehead uh, dolls, by the way, for the first however many fans that come in. Yeah, they went all white last week, and this was uh really all of these jerseys were Will Hall kind of coordinating with a few people in the off season, and they've had a, a lot of different ones. I'm not too savvy or, or like too much the uh, the gold jersey. It kind of looks like Tennessee if your tent's uh, off on your television. But yeah, I like the white helmets. <laughs> and uh, in some ways, you know, it's kind of a mixed bag from some of my former teammates. Some people don't like the white helmets. I thought the, the all-white was really good. We never got to wear all-white because the year before I came in, they wore all-white to Cincinnati and got beat to so Coach Bauer, like banished that color combination the whole time I was at Southern Miss. But yeah, it's going to look good tomorrow.
2: Yeah, certainly is um, a team that desperately needs a win. To, to feel good about themselves, to continue to play hard, it doesn't really feel like that piece of it has been in question, the, the playing hard. They just have not been able to get over the hump. A- any good news on the injury front, any, getting any guys back, feeling a little bit better about the health situation?
17: You know, I think Coach Hall said earlier this week that they were well below, that was the quote, well below the 85 scholarship players. And so you know the quarterback position is not going to improve at all. Um, Jake Smithart uh, got in last week. That was the uh, the student coach. and People might remember him in Mississippi football. He led Pearl to a uh, state championship in 2017, threw for over 5,000 yards, and he got action last week. So Jake Lang um, will start tomorrow. As far as the, the rest... Seems like, um, apart from the, the big injuries, uh, of course, a couple guys are dinged up, but they should be fine tomorrow. Um, I think Coach Stockstill from Middle Tennessee last week called Coach Hall and just said that's the hardest, you know, 1-6 team I've ever seen play. And I don't know how many weeks we continue to sing, how many verses we keep adding to the same song, Richard, but you give up three uh, non-defensive touchdowns, pick six, fumble return, and a block punt. For a touchdown. The second week in a row that's happened. And defense not not playing bad at all. It's a 14 to 10 game. The story's just been the offense continues to turn the ball over and cannot score.
2: North Texas has had its struggles as well this year. They come in two and six on the season. They're a small favorite, I think a four and a half point favorite in the game. But at times they have been able to score. I mean, they they scored thirty in the win last week against Rice. They lost to Liberty the week before that, but scored twenty six. Um, what, what are we looking at in terms of kind of the flow of the game
17: tomorrow? North Texas, of course, um, under that you know Mike Leach grandfather tree there. You know, you know they're going to put up yards and uh and in some ways i think the coaching staff for north texas may be coaching for their jobs the rest of the year and at two and six the the writing may already be on the wall but i think that's probably uh why you saw them play a little better the last couple weeks of course they dropped to liberty but one in overtime last week they're going to move the football i think um those they come in i think it's right over 400 somewhere in the 405 to 410 range what they're averaging um so you're not going to worry too much about the defense uh southern miss defense has been good all year in order uh, to 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 keep this team in the games if if you don't turn the ball over like you do and give up scoring plays you probably will have you're probably three and five right now which looks a whole lot better north texas is giving up over 400 yards um, they're giving up over 150 yards in the rushing game, so as, as bad as the Southern Miss rushing game has been, you feel like you can at least possibly move the ball just a smidgen better. And, of course, it was last year that in the midst of all this turmoil, this is uh, the game where Scotty Walden, you know, uh, got their first win, and so uh, there's a lot of teams our players on this team that beat North Texas last year. And, and that may matter. Right, I mean, maybe there's
2: some belief there, or, or that goes along with it. You you would love to see something good to happen. I mean, what what you just said about Rick Stockstill at Middle Tennessee a second ago to to say that's the the hardest playing one and six team I've ever seen before. I mean, that says something to the character of this team and the fact that that they're continuing to play hard and they're they're kind of standing with Will
17: Hall. Yeah, I think it does. Um, at least you know all you can really gauge off of is what you see on on social media. There's been a few guys that have hit the portal, but what you see out of you know from guys like Frank Frank Gore Jr. and other guys, leaders on this team, uh, there was actually uh, I think on the bye week, he uh, Frank Gore Jr. left town and he had put an emoji of the highway, and so a lot of people had read into that that he's transferring, and he straight up, said, please do not start a rumor that I am leaving Hattiesburg, you know, uh, as far as, as the university is concerned. So, a lot of those guys um, that last year... Maybe he was just driving you know, to the grocery circle. store. There you go. Maybe so. Maybe so. Um, and a, a lot of those guys that circled the wagons last year, um, when a lot of people wanted to jump ship, um, they've still kind of done that this year. Of course, you know, when you win three last year and however many you win this year, it's tough. It, it's really tough. But um, there'll be a few guys on that 2011 team that come in for this weekend and will encourage these guys because, you know, some of them went from 12 wins in one season to winning uh, four the rest of their college career. So uh, I expect um, that that component to be here this weekend, too, to provide some encouragement. But it seems as if, yeah, I mean, they're still bought in. Um, I, I think you will see some movement in uh, after the season as far as scholarships are concerned and, and they may actually, you know, move up Rob uh, Rob Peter to pay Paul. And I think will, will Hall and company will be very active in the transfer portal depending on what happens roster-wise.
2: You mentioned the 11 team a couple of times. That was a, uh, a special team, Austin Davis, obviously
17: the quarterback. Who else was it? Was Jamie Collins on that team? Jamie Collins was on that team. Uh, Jalen Richard was on that team. Mm-hmm. Um, when you look at where where they were and who they had, I mean, there is a – and this is why I said this, you know, it's, it may be a little cynical, but the the 2012 team, the year after was filled with so much talent. They would have beaten <laughs> this team this year. Uh, I, I believe by multiple touchdowns. It, I, I, what I'm saying is it was the fact that there was far more talent on that 2012 team. Um, and it was carrying over Tracy Lampley was on the 2011 team. Uh, there was a, just a lot of guys. Um, on that team that went on to to have at least professional camps and uh and professional uh, teams of course with with Austin being the most notable pretty amazing the the career that he's had and how long he's been able to stick in the league it is um you know and occasionally if you uh he only does this to his to his closest friends and not on multiple occasions, but if you need fantasy advice, sometimes you get a little inside track on that if you got to make a game time decision. <laughs> Which wide receiver it helps. It helps should I go with? Austin. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. It makes, uh, it makes. Is Geno of...
17: Smith really out tomorrow, or is he just game time decision? You know, funny things yeah. like that.
2: Yeah, good, good, uh, good insight to have. I- I'm curious. I-, I guess we've talked about it, but with now kind of a week and a half or so in the rearview mirror, just kind of the lasting buzz of the uh, of the future move conference wise, making the the transition to the Sun Belt. We talked to Jeremy about it last week. He's obviously excited about it. Kind of saying all the right things. Uh, folks really fired up though, still.
17: Yeah. I mean, even before any of this was announced, we did some, some online, uh, you know, polls and just the buzz. People wanted the sun Belt. They wanted the sun Belt even more than the American, whether or not that's foolish or not. But I mean, especially when you see what conference USA is, is doing this week and what they announced today, um, Eagle fans mm-hmm. could be, you know, so happy to, uh, have. Have not uh, been a part of that continual dumpster fire. Before we get done, I I didn't get to text you earlier in the week. Give me the Richard Cross because this is one of the most exciting things Southern Miss you get excited about every year. Tell me about the baseball schedule. What do you think about it when it came out? I I saw it,
2: and the first thing that I looked for, you know, they were supposed to play Florida State last year, and that got derailed because of uh, of COVID, or was it two years ago? Last year they were supposed to. And, and so I immediately looked, looked to see if that was on the schedule. I was uh, a little bit disappointed. I, I read through the schedule. I mean, pre- pretty good, right? I mean, they get the road trip to Lafayette. That'll be a future conference opponent, but a non-conference opponent this year. Uh, got the two games with Ole Miss back on the schedule in uh, in Pearl and then in Hattiesburg. So that's going to be a lot of fun.
17: Uh, I mean, Alabama, Mississippi you State, you go to Dallas Baptist. So Dallas, Baptist, and Lafayette, two weekends in a row. It's pretty good stuff. Luke, thanks
2: for jumping on. Always good to visit with you. Have a good weekend, guys. See you later. Luke Johnson on the Farm Bureau phone line. We'll be right back with a Food Friday from Polk's
5: from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Typical delays on the stack, 20 westbound overpass, Gallatin to 55 south, and heavy congestion, 49 southbound from old 49 to Harper. This traffic update brought to you by RiverTrust Federal Credit Union, the best place to get you going on your path to financial well-being. Stop by, call, or visit them online to learn about their great loan rates, free checking, and much more at RiverTrust Federal Credit Union.
18: Upgrade your career today at AgUp Equipment, your hometown John Deere dealer. Our service techs don't just fix tractors. They're passionate about solving problems for our customers. From Yarn of the Month to Farm of the Year, we keep our customers running so they can harvest their land's potential. Don't just settle for a job. Come to Ag Up and start a career. Great benefits, family atmosphere, and values. Visit our 16 hometown locations
7: or agup.com to view and apply for job opportunities to move up close to you no drip roofing in construction the name says it all whatever mother nature can dish out no drip roofing in construction can take care of it with no deposits up front required 601-371-1051 601-371-1051
11: at clinton body shop we really do take pride in perfection and that's why we've been awarded the icar gold certification for our 30th year straight
1: Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Our Sports Talk Mississippi. Now.
2: We have come to that time of the week. It's the time of the week that, if it's not what we look forward to the most, it's certainly in the running. It is time for Food Friday, brought to you by our friends at Polk's Meat. You can visit them online at polk'smeat.com. If you go to the grocery store and you're buying meat, be sure to look in the meat section, usually the refrigerated meat section section and check out the uh, the Polk's meat that is available, whether it's smoked sausage or the, the original smoked sausage, or perhaps it is the beef smoked sausage, or maybe it's the Cajun smoked sausage or the ham steaks. Whatever it is, make sure that your local grocer is carrying it, and if not, find the manager of the meat department and say, I want you to stock Polk's. Picky people pick Polk's, and I'm a picky person, and so I want you to stock Polk's. And maybe they can make that happen. But if you're shopping at the right store, they've already got Polk's meat. And you know that that's going to be part of the menu when you go to the grill this weekend. So this is what we do on Fridays at 520. We talk about what's going on the grill, what it is that we are looking forward to. Brian Haydad, Mississippi State has a road game this weekend. That means you will be at the Hacienda for the entirety of the weekend because you never leave home when you don't have to. So... What is the plan on the grill this weekend? And don't tell me you're not cooking.
4: I'm cooking. I'm not cooking on the grill, though. I've cooked on the grill three weekends in a row. I'm going to bring it inside. And I'm not cooking on Saturday because the time I would need to be cooking is the time I need to be paying attention to the game. So we'll cook on Sunday after the Saints game, and we're going to do a big pot of jambalaya this weekend. Ooh. Ooh, yes. Which, which, as you can guess, uh, a – couple of links of Polk's Cajun-style smoked sausage is a key ingredient. May I make a suggestion?
2: You may. I'm not asking you to change what you're doing or change your plans. This is more of a general suggestion, especially if you are in the Hattiesburg area and you shop at Sam's or you're going to Walmart or Corner Market soon. Polk's has just re-released a product called Polk's Premium Smoked Sausage. Uh, Again, it's currently available in larger quantities for a limited time at Hattiesburg Sam's. Going to be in Walmart and Corner Market soon as well. The differentiating factor in this is the casing, the outside part. It's a smaller casing and therefore intensifies the flavor. And so if you see the Polk's Premium Smoked Sausage, give it a try. I think you're really, really going to like it. So... Simple, straightforward with you and the
4: jambalaya? I guess so. I mean, it's just chicken and sausage, you know. Take me through your process. We're going to brown the sausage. We're going to brown the chicken. We're going to throw in the vegetables and get them, uh, you know, cooked up a little bit, put the meat back in with some seasonings, toast the rice off a little bit, then you put in the liquid, and you put the lid on. You don't look at it for 30 minutes, and then you come back and eat it. Thirty? Minutes. How big a pot are we talking about? Like just uh, like saucepan on the stove? No, I got a, a big Dutch oven that I'll I'll, I'll fill up. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, Get a uh,
2: couple of the, the
4: left. I'm not a huge leftovers guy, but leftover jambalaya is really it's, it's good. better. It's better than next any Cajun food like gumbo or etouffee or it, it just tastes better when you leave it in the fridge and let it sort of marry all together for another day. Yeah. So yeah, the leftovers are good.
3: Oh, I just made a grave mistake on the text line. Sorry, David. (laughs) Uh-oh. Oh,
2: Oh, no. David sent us a picture getting ready to cook another pig tomorrow. Hail State, pork strips, (laughs) chop, sausage, peppers, and baked potatoes. Please let me win a shirt. David in Tishomingo. Borky says, send me an email with your name and address. He gives him his email address, and he says, I've got a... It was supposed to say, shirt for you. It was it's one cool.
4: R short. <laughs> if, you eat, if you eat all that, you know. But My,
11: Oh, David, I'm sorry. So oh. David
2: gets a shirt. Mike gets a shirt today as well. Seven hours in the smoker. He's doing pot roast sliders and is Love smoking it. onions to make a smoked onion horseradish sauce to go on the, uh, the pot roast as well. That sounds really good. It does sound Really, good. really good.
4: That's what I did last weekend. I did uh, some, I took a couple of chuck roasts and gave them some smoke and then uh, let them braise in some stock on the grill, and they came out really good. Ribs
2: and Polk's Cajun smoked sausage to pregame for the NASCAR
4: championship
2: on Sunday. That is also a T-shirt winner. Send us your email address. Forky, I guess we can ask for that specifically. Hey, by the way, when you send your email address, we need a mailing address, and we need a shirt size as well. Forky, we get a text message that I'm going to edit and say, So, do you give a shirt? Except he didn't include the R either.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Apparently I do. Oh, man. That's tough. Tough scene there. Goodness. No.
2: Forky does, in fact, give a shirt.
4: <laughs> He's the official shirt giver.
3: I am he deals with the text line. As yeah. it turns out, yeah, I'm, nobody uh...
4: gives more of a shirt than him. That's uh, that's good.
2: And we get the reminder that polks is good for breakfast as well. And I could not agree more. I'm looking forward to a Saturday morning soon, when I can uh, can slow down just a bit on Saturday morning, and do the uh, the big Saturday morning breakfast. Where I go, polk's Cajun smoked sausage, diced up and browned on both sides of the griddle, and do some eggs on the griddle, and maybe throw some thick cut bacon on the griddle as well. And then got some biscuits and some uh, grits going on the stove inside. That's coming soon. I just haven't gotten there quite yet.
4: Yeah. If you describe that on Friday, you're gonna wonder who's knocking on your door on Saturday, and I'm gonna have made that hour and a half drive north.
2: Or hey! gave me a shirt. He shirt himself. <sighs> Here we go. One last shirt that Borky is going to give away for this pot of pellet grill smoked chili. Ooh. I mean, is this a perfect chili Friday night?
4: Yeah, it really is. Somebody else said they're doing some homemade potato soup. I mean, that's that's the kind of, that's where we are right now. It's, mm-hmm. it's soup and mm-hmm. stew and gumbo time of year. That's awesome. That is awesome. Borky? You got cooking
3: plans for the weekend? No, I haven't decided yet what I'm going to do. I mean, I essentially have a free Saturday night because State should be done at about 6.30, and that finishes the day for us in terms of local interest. And the yeah. Saints are going to be done by 3.30, yeah. beating the brakes off the Falcons with Trevor Simeon or T-Money Sizzle, according T-Money to... Sizzle. Yeah, that, that's a nickname that was given to him a few years ago. He talked about it today. Doesn't like it. Doesn't matter. That's a nickname. T-Money Sizzle after he beats the Falcons. I've got a free Sunday, too. I just haven't decided what I'm going to do yet. Is that going to be one of those like immediate T-shirts you talk about? Yeah, breaking
2: tea.
4: Yeah, breaking
3: Could very well be one. Yeah, if they beat the Falcons, T-Money Sizzle, yeah.
2: (laughs) I'm behind, but just heard what Borky did. LOL. As Forrest Gump likes to say, shirt happens. <laughs> I'm so glad
4: you did that Borkie. It made it fun. Uh, oh, uh, our listeners okay, really Our look, listeners give a shirt about this show. Let's um Let's
2: uh address Preston's unpopular opinion. He
4: says beans do not go in chili. That's not that's an accurate opinion is what Preston just said. It's an accurate opinion. It's a I, fact.
2: Preston, I do not have one ounce of qualm
4: with what you just said. I think that might be a popular opinion. If we were in Texas, it would be the only opinion allowed by law. you get shot in the streets for putting you beans put and chili in Texas. Oh, yeah. Big time. Meat and sauce, baby. That's what that is. Somebody says depends on the chili. You guys oh, like do If you're doing chili? like a white chicken chili... I, I can go, beans are acceptable in that. But if if it's ground beef or beef chili, no beans. You guys ever done green chili? It's big
2: in I've Colorado. Eaten
4: it. I've eaten it.
2: It's, it's so good. good. So Pork. good. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Says, um, you guys remind me of the old Mike and Mike in the morning. They did hat, shirt, or media guide trivia. Mike says beans don't belong in lasagna either.
4: Who puts beans in lasagna? Does
2: anybody put beans in
4: lasagna? If if you're trying to make a lasagna joke, this one this one whiffed. Yeah. Oh, here's one that says beans go in chili. Eh.
2: Just I don't hate it.
4: Hard pass. They are good I mean, I for the heart. I think I would eat it regardless, but uh I would they're uh, also the magical they're also the magical fruit. Hey, check
2: them out online poltsmeat.com. You can see about all of their products. You can contact them if you've got questions or you're looking for something specific and uh have got some meat merchandise. So if you're not a t-shirt winner on Sports Talk Mississippi, you can get one of the no butts about it picky people pick Polk's t-shirts. For yourself. Always fun. A Food Friday presented by our friends at Polk's Meat. Sports Talk, Mississippi. We'll be back.
7: No drip roofing and construction. The name says it all. Whatever Mother Nature can dish out, no drip roofing and construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required. 601 371 1051. 601 371 1051. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service is your central Mississippi boating headquarters. RJ's offers top of the line brands like Skeeter, War Eagle, G3, Express, and Bennington Pontoon Boats. All powered by Yamaha Outboards. RJ's Outboard, 1208 Old Fan and Road in Brandon. The dealership that service built.
10: 5. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive.
16: Buying for a business? Let Batteries Plus be your partner. Whether you have one location or many, you'll find solutions for all of your battery, lighting, phone, and tablet repair needs, plus volume discounts and more. Sign up for a free business account at BatteriesPlus.com business business. Batteries plus Find new
1: roads.
12: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Supertalk Mississippi News. Despite efforts to push them to a vote, the $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill and the larger budget package are still up in the air. Senator Roger Wicker says Democrats are trying to repeal the tax cuts enacted in 2017.
13: And our economy was booming until the COVID hit, and of course, uh, the, the pandemic uh, is, is something in and of itself. But until that point, those tax cuts were working, and they will work again if we can fight to to uh, keep them in place.
12: Don't forget to set your clocks back an hour before you go to bed Saturday night. Sunday at 2 a.m., we return to Standard Time, gaining an hour of sleep but losing an hour of daylight in the evening. Every state, with the exception of Hawaii and Arizona, currently observe daylight saving time. From 2015 to 2019, 29 states introduced legislation to abolish resetting the clocks, but none can do so without, literally, an act of Congress. I'm Kelly Bennett.
7: Hey sports fans, this football season, MDOT wants to ensure you get to your game day destination safely. So before you hit the road to watch your favorite team, be sure to download the MDOT Traffic app. The MDOT Traffic app is free for both Apple and Android devices. And remember to drive smart on the way to the game. That means buckling up, obeying the speed limit, and avoiding distracted driving, especially when traveling in work zones. For more information, follow at Mississippi DOT on Facebook and Twitter.
1: You're number one for Sports Talk. Anyone? 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 Come on, don't be shy. Sports Talk, Mississippi. Bingo, man, bingo. Super Talk, Mississippi.
2: Dress guide for Saturday's game. It's going to be chilly in Oxford. 53 degrees at kickoff, but abundant sunshine will be oh, 58, knocking on 60s door when the game ends. So a really, really pleasant Saturday in Oxford for Ole Miss and Liberty, which kicks off at 11 a.m. Fayetteville, Arkansas. That's where Mississippi State plays tomorrow. You go with the hourly forecast of 3 p.m. kickoff tomorrow afternoon. 60 degrees at kickoff. Mid-50s, mid to low 50s when that game uh, finishes up tomorrow night. And so probably need a jacket. Temperature starts dropping when it gets cold. But most of the game will be in the sunshine because Borky's time hasn't changed yet. Next week will be a different story if you kicked off at 3 o'clock. You'd finish in the pitch black dark, which is Borky's favorite time of the
3: year. That was the best, man. Yeah. Hey,
2: just a uh, quick perusal before we get to uh, two questions, because there was a plethora of response to the beans and the chili. Kyle says, Wendy's Chili has beans. Not a fan, but my dad loves Wendy's Chili. Cayenne pepper goes in chili, but just enough to make your eyes water. Mike says... Went to a frou-frou restaurant one time, and lasagna had beans. I asked for the check for my wine and left. That's why you should. Larry and Jackson says beans are a filler. Poor man's chili. If you don't like beans in chili, then shirt on you. That's from Evan. You guys don't remind me of Mike Mike. You're entertaining. Jamie says, "I've heard of beans and spaghetti, but never lasagna. Yeah, beans and spaghetti also
4: terrible. Who 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 does that? No, P-
2: putting beans in lasagna is illegal in the state of Mississippi.
4: Thank God. Sub black beans for chili beans, or none. I just, I just sub more meat."
2: Ken and Meridian says, "What about corn and chili?" No,
4: no. Meat, just meat, meat, and yeah. the stuff that makes the chili. I'm not mad corn at bread.
2: corn and chili, though, Ken. Uh, beans and chili, yes, black beans specifically. Sorry, you're wrong. Save the beans for taco soup. Yeah, good call. Uh, Jake in the Delta says, I had elk chili in Colorado loaded with beans, and that shirt was good. And we're done here (laughs) Alright We're done here It is time, it is
3: back It is better than ever Channeling our inner Mike and Mike Two questions Mississippi State If they want to pull the upset tomorrow in Fayetteville Absolutely must do What?
4: Replay the game they played last Saturday Play clean No turnovers And stop the run they can do that, they'll win and they'll win easily. Yeah, I mean, it really is that simple for Mississippi State. If you go back and look a year ago at the Arkansas game, State outgained Arkansas. Uh, Costello was actually pretty good pre- completion percentage wise, but they turned the ball over four times in that game, including a pick six. They had some questionable decisions in the red zone, they weren't efficient down there, and that's what cost them the game. Arkansas wants to run the football to set up the pass. If they can't run the football, you don't have to worry about that. If you can do those two things, if you, if you play the same game you played last week against a good Kentucky team, you're, you're going to be fine. Question on the C Spire text line, why
2: would it be an upset? It, that, that's not a, like a sign of disrespect. It's simply based on the point spread. Mississippi State yeah. is the underdog in the game, and so by definition, if they win as an underdog, it would be an upset win. Yeah, That's all we mean by that. Nobody, nobody taking a shot.
3: Borky, I'm to throw that question at you today. Mississippi State absolutely must do what? Continue to commit to the run. Even if it's not successful, just the illusion of it. Or showing Arkansas that you're willing to do it should be enough to at least try to get them out of the defense that Barry Odom built to stop offenses kind of like this one. I mean, it, State, in their final four games, I mean they they see what rush three, drop eight, whatever, basically every week. But two of their final four games are against teams that do this weekly. It's not just a scheme for Mississippi State. This is what Arkansas is. This is what they're built for. And uh, if state can show that they're willing to try to be balanced, I'm not talking two hundred and fifty yards rushing and three hundred yards passing, not not that kind of balance, but just, hey, it's third and three. We will run the football here. Or first down. We will run the football here. Force Arkansas to play downfield a little bit. Because mm-hmm. if they do that, you have seen that they are susceptible. Bo Nix did it. Matt Corral did it. They can get beaten through the air. Unless they're dropping eight to cover and getting home with three. And it's easier to do that when you're not afraid of the run. I think
2: you're onto something there. I I, I might go to one thing. That, one of the things that we've talked about in Arkansas's passing game is their ability to make big plays down the field. KJ Jefferson, accurate throwing the deep ball. Traylon Burks, maybe the best wide receiver in the SEC. I, you could argue otherwise, but he certainly is one of the best. Got to not allow yourself to get smoked by big plays in this game, and largely Mississippi State has handled that pretty well. We know good corners for the uh, for the Bulldogs feeling pretty good about health on those guys everybody's everybody's good there to go and yeah yeah i'm sorry it wasn't health it was the targeting foul yeah but like emerson missed much. the hole. Yeah. yeah he's back yeah that was in the first half so he he's good so uh just don't get drilled on the, uh, the big plays uh part two of the question is what can they not do if they want to pull the upset tomorrow so i'm going to spin a variation of what you two guys just said but take it to the the negative category cannot abandon the newfound running game. And when I say newfound running game, we're not talking about 150 yards on 40 carries. But it was 31 carries last week. I don't even need 31 carries. 20 to 25 is good. You give me 20 to 25 carries that are strategically placed to go in with 45 pass attempts, I think that's a recipe that can work. Mississippi State cannot abandon that and go back to 12 to 15
4: carries, though, on the ground. fair. Very fair. But I won't be surprised if they do.
2: <laughs> Would you have anything you'd like to add on what Mississippi State absolutely cannot do?
4: <sighs> they cannot allow Traylon Burks to beat them. And it's more, you know, Burks than Jefferson, even. I feel like state will limit the run. So when they take those shots up top and they're going to Burks. And we talked last week about Wandell Robinson and how many more catches he had than everybody else for Kentucky. Well, the gap is even wider for Burks and the next guy for Arkansas. I think that what I said on the podcast, the next four guys combined don't have as many catches as Traylon Burks has for Arkansas. Emerson and Forbes, whoever's out there with him, they have to win that matchup consistently. And you have, he is a guy who can beat you by himself. He did it last year. He had two touchdowns in this game against Mississippi State. State's got to bottle him up. He's the best player on the field when Arkansas is on offense. If if they allow him to to run free, he will make Mississippi
3: State pay. There you go. Yeah, that was mine. You can't forget that KJ Jefferson is also a threat in the run game. Arkansas like we said earlier this week, I mean they're they they can throw the football. They have good receivers to do it. He's talented enough, inconsistent, but talented enough to beat people with his arm if he's on. They run the football well enough, or at least they can. You can't forget about him. If you're not spying him, or you let him, you know, escape the pocket with grass in front of him, he's gonna kill you. I mean, don't let the size fool you. He is quite fast for being what looks like 375 pounds. Just an absolute refrigerator uh, that is extremely athletic. So if they're gonna win this game, they can't let him extend plays because if they do that, this game will get really dicey. We will extend two questions into the
2: last segment of the show and do the same thing with uh, Ole Miss. But uh, the all-important question that is here,
4: hey, Dad, what's uh, what's Mississippi State wearing tomorrow? What's what's the road uni? Hasn't been revealed yet. Really? Yeah. State State is always late on those things. Would you guess white on white or white on gray? I would guess I would guess all white, and helmets included. Oh. You're on white helmets also. I think so, yeah. The last two times they've been to Fayetteville, they've done all white, I believe. Or the last two times they've been to Arkansas. I think 17 they played in Little Rock, but Stormtrooper. Yeah. Snowball. So also my uh this is my upset pick. Okay. I think State wins the game outright. I think so. I think State wins comfortably, to be totally honest. I just feel like Arkansas plays into what state does well. My predicted score on the podcast was 34 20. 34 20 Two touchdown win. Mm-hmm. Two so touch like State's playing win. well. They've got momentum. They're playing well. I don't agree with what Lee said yesterday. That he talked about it is the scheduling and how Arkansas having time off. I mean, they, they've got to be a little rusty. They've essentially been off for three weeks. State's playing big games and winning them. I, I feel like I feel like State's got momentum right now.
2: Two questions about. A- Ole Miss and Liberty when we come back. To wrap things up on this Friday afternoon, Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com.
5: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, call 601-605-4443, Venable Glass, locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the Tri-County area. For the most part, looking pretty good. Delays 468 northbound at I-20, 475 southbound at 468, and 49 southbound at Harper. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers, 601-353-5217.
19: In just the last few years, there have been more than 200 cases of human trafficking reported right here in central Mississippi. I
8: met a guy on Instagram. I got hooked on drugs. He would crush it up and he would put it in orange juice and tequila and give it to me. My dad, when he needed to pay the bills, he would send me to a friend of his and then things would go on. and. Our light bill would be paid or there'd
19: be groceries. It's one of the fastest growing crimes in the state and you can help. You're invited to a super fun event to raise money for local organizations that rescue people from the grip of human trafficking or domestic abuse. The 41st Annual Squat and Gobble Dance Contest and Turkey Calling Contest is coming up Thursday, November 11th at the new Mississippi Trademark, featuring live music from Dr. Czar's Amazing Funk Monster, a live and silent auction, great food and drinks, and more. Get tickets today at friendsforacause.com.
20: Here's John and Corey Ravenstein for Junior jewelry company in Mississippi
15: hunting isn't a sport it's a religion all my buddies grew up hunting and I don't miss a season today being a straight shooter being safe Honest and accurate in the field is the most important thing of all. It's exactly the same way when it comes to diamonds. You want a hunting buddy who can teach you all the secrets of the diamond business. So you really know diamond grading, the four C's, and how you get the most diamond for your hard-earned money. That's exactly what you get when you shop for your diamond at Jenaker Jewelry Company. As Mississippi's direct diamond importers, we're a target-rich environment. With ten times the diamonds you'll find in average stores. And diamond for diamond, the guaranteed best price in the state. And that's shooting you straight. Nine out of ten, Mississippi women agree. The more a man hunts, the more he needs junikers. Juniker Jewelry Company,
20: Mississippi's direct diamond importer. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com.
18: Yellow here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 till 09. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3.
1: Sports Talk, Sports Talk, Mississippi. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. Sports Talk, Mississippi on Super Talk, Mississippi.
2: Last time with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Fun week. Uh, If State abandons the run, look for the red zone issues to reemerge. Watch Arkansas and State all year, and nothing about this game will be easy for State. State can win, but they better be careful not to get behind like Texas A&M did. This Arkansas team is light years better than last year's, especially on offense and particularly at quarterback. That's from Jason. Ah, let's see here. Hey, Dad, please don't jinx our dogs on your prediction against the Hogs.
4: MSU fans. Dang it, Hey, Dad, you're just so negative. Also, MSU fans. Hey, Dad, don't pick state to win.
2: Hey, Dad's MSU reality fandom and Kev from Oxford's Ole Miss reality fandom are so the same. We must break bread and sip something together. Kev from Win? Oxford wants to break
4: bread and share a drink with you. Okay. Even the old Miss. Even the Ole Miss fans love me, Richard. I, yeah, no, I understand. Yeah, old teddy bear.
2: High school football coverage coming up when we get finished. Six o'clock for the scoreboard pregame show. High school football all over the radio and at supertalk.fm tonight. And then the scoreboard show coming your way from 10 until 11.30. 30 by text line. Hey, Dad, please stay negative. All right, Borky, we got to do two questions with my for Twitter feed. Yeah, let's just
3: do quickly. Ole Miss must do what? So much
4: for the quickly thing, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have an answer if you need me to go. Yeah, feel free, feel free. if yeah. you'd like. uh, They they got to stamp out hope early. Fourteen okay. nothing in the first quarter. Put them away. You let Liberty hang around. You let you let you let them start. You know, no 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 uh no puns intended here. But you let them start believing in things. And uh, it could it could be an interesting fourth quarter, sort of what Lee Lee predicted yesterday. Get on them early, put them down, and get it over
3: with. Yeah, just don't massage their egos. Uh, I. I... They almost has to show up, and I don't mean that in the sense that like Arkansas just had to show up against Pine Bluff and, and just play as long as they were on the field, they were going to win the game. I mean if almost shows up focused, locked in, executes, if they are ready to play, if they're engaged, focused, if they show up and really show up and, and play sharp, they will win this game comfortably. It's really that simple to me. I've watched enough Liberty, I've looked at them, if Ole Miss, especially defensively, like it's obviously not the best defense in college football by any stretch, but the way they're playing right now, Liberty has not seen a defense this good yet. And bad defenses, worse than Ole Miss talent-wise, have gotten to Malik Willis and had great success getting to Malik Willis. If Ole Miss is locked in, if Sam Williams in particular is locked in, if they're ready to play and they're engaged, they will win comfortably. You can't sleepwalk and beat this team.
2: No, I agree. Ole Miss got to run for 300 yards and get a solid performance from its defense tomorrow.
4: <laughs> That's almost every game, man. If you get 300 yards, you you got to feel good.
2: Yeah, but I mean, Ole Miss is averaging 251 yards a game. They lead the SEC. They've had multiple 300-yard rushing games. This is a defense that, if you go by the numbers, is only giving up about 300 yards per game. But they have not faced a team that is anywhere close to as talented as Ole Miss is this year. I think you're going to see a big dose of Snoop Connor. I think Jerry Ely needs to carry it. I think this is a game where Henry Parrish could break some big runs. Offensive line's got to play well and, and they've got to pick up the slack for the fact that Corral is banged up and the wide receivers are banged up. It's a team game, right? And if, yeah. if somebody can't go, then you got to, you got to pick up the slack. And I think it's going to be big for, uh, for defense as well. What can they not do? Turn it over. almost done a really good job protecting the football this year. And this kind of this kind of falls into what Haydad was saying, not necessarily jumping out 14 to nothing, but in terms of stamping out hope, you, you turn the football over and you give a team life. You give yeah. them extra opportunities. Absolutely. You make them start believing that they can make something happen. Ole Miss can't turn it over.
4: Got to protect Look the football state- in
2: passing game and when carrying the ball.
4: Look at State against Memphis. They fumble on the first drive. It turns into a touchdown. Game on. You got to put them away early. For me, it's you can't let Matt Corral loose. He's got to be more conservative. You can win the game easily playing conservative. I don't want to see Matt. If you don't want to see Matt Corral running down the field, you don't want to see more than you said the other day: fifteen to twenty pass attempts at max. Just run the football, play defense, and you will win this game easily. Somebody asked on the
2: ceasefire text line: "Is Matt one hundred percent?" It won't be for the no. rest of the year. No.
4: No. No. We close. just gave all the ingredients to have a happy ending in Oxford on uh, on Saturday.
2: And with that, we will talk to you on Monday. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and yes, that was Brian Haydad. Thanks for being Woo! with us in the Pearl River Resort Studios. You're not going to a game, check out the sports book at Timeout Lounge. Great spot to soak it all in this weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday, just after three o'clock. Enjoy your weekend. Be safe.